Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of the Clockwork Cantina. And it's been a minute, uh, but we'll get to that. First, has. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is our other host of this awesome show. I'm DT3. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, everyone. Um, hope you're all doing well today. Um, sorry, camera looks a little dark, so I was going to turn on a little lighting. Um, so we have a lot to catch up on, a lot of news, a lot of what we've been up to. Yep. Thank you, Jake, for the resub. Appreciate that uh, in the chat. Um, but we're back now after a couple weeks. Um, uh, and uh, t today's just going to be the catch-up episode where we go through all the stuff that we've missed the couple last, last couple weeks and get all caught up on news and trailers and and uh, everything. Hell yeah. Um, so we usually start off the show by talking about what we've been up to. So if Daniel, you want to start us off on what you have yeah, been up I'll to. Yeah, I'll start off. Uh, the reason why we haven't had a show is a couple past weeks because I've been sick like a dog. Yeah, my boy I was, been sick. I was out of action for a little bit. I don't even know how long it was. All I know is that for like a week straight, I was in hell. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was bad. It was honestly, it was like about as like worse as I've ever felt like being sick, like ever. Like it was <laughs> like there for that one, one that one week. Like, I was just, the entire fucking thing, it, it was awful. I couldn't sleep, I couldn't do anything. I didn't have, I didn't have a whole lot of energy. I couldn't do anything, man. It was, it was bad. I basically just, like, slept all day, you know, because I couldn't do shit. I just, you know, I would medicate and, and rest, and, like, that was basically all I could do because I, I barely had enough energy to walk up to the bathroom sometimes, dude. Like, it was, it was, it was that bad. Yeah. And like the symptoms that I had were pretty fucking bad too. Like I thought I, I mean <laughs> I still don't know if it was covid or not. It could have been, could have not been, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh it it was it was pretty rough there for 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 a while. Um but we're all I'm I'm all right now. I I I even have my second dose of of the vaccine, so I'm I'm all vaxxed up, you know. I got both both doses. Um so I'm good to go on that front now. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much like I I was I was just sick for a while, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean I, I barely had enough time to do anything when I was sick. But before that, I mean I you know since it's been a couple of weeks, I you know I've done a bunch of other stuff. Like I finally beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider on stream. And, I haven't played this other one-off game, Tacoma, and mm -hmm. you know we watched some documentaries and movies, and you know typical, typical stuff, you know. Yeah. Got it. I played some more uh, squadrons again when I came back from the sickness. I streamed for Star Wars Day. I streamed some squadrons and some Battlefront, and I even played a couple, a little bit of the OG Battlefront for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I mean, I you know I, I watched uh, Hereditary for the first time, uh, like before I got sick. Uh, I mean, I mean, just you know, 
that's that's honestly mainly the big thing is that I've just been I just I was just like out of action and sick for a while. But I mean, of course, I watched you know movies and like before that, I watched movies and you know played the games and whatnot, Apex and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean that that was that's the big thing though for me is that I was just I was sick, I was out of action for a while. Um, but I'm good now. I'm good now. Uh, I, like I said, I'm 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 vaxxed up. I got both doses. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 feeling a lot better than I was. Cause let me tell you, man, for that 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 one week that I was. I, it was it was awful. It was like really it was truly awful. Like I I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It was it was pretty fucking bad, man. That's why like when like I, I wasn't on anything. Like I couldn't I didn't have the I barely had the energy to like I said to go to the fucking bathroom. So I wasn't on Discord, I wasn't on anything, I wasn't I, I couldn't do shit, man. I was just like out of it. But um but I'm glad I'm past that now because that was rough, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh it was weird not having Daniel around because Daniel's usually always around. Like, like of the two people that are the most consistent with just hanging out and on Discord, it's usually us, right? Like, it's me, you, and Majin. A lot of the times, they're like the people on the Discord. But Daniel wasn't around for like fuck, like week, two weeks, week and a half, something like that. It was weird. It's weird because I'm used to you hanging out and being there. Yeah, I mean, I was, um, I was fucked up, dude. I again, I, I don't remember. Like prior to that, I hadn't been sick in so long, like because I'm usually always like pretty good about not getting sick. But fucking and and the weird thing is like it wasn't even my fault that I got sick. Like someone got me sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't my fault. Like it was like it's, it was fucked up, man. Like I I didn't. I was like, man, I don't deserve this shit. I didn't even fucking. I didn't even go anywhere to get sick. I'm like, this is some <laughs> bullshit, bro. <laughs> I, I, how did I get this like? How did I get this sick this bad? And like, I hadn't gotten again. I hadn't gotten. I have. I don't usually ever get sick. So like, you know. And when I do, it's usually over pretty quickly. But I, but like I said, man, this time it hit me hit me hard, man. And it was, it was really awful. And then it fucked me up for a good while. But again, I'm just glad to be all over that because that was, that was terrible. I'm I'm glad to be back in the and back in action and and you know aware of aware of things because for that one for that time man i didn't know i just i didn't know shit dude. i was just I, I again i could like barely i could barely sleep when i was supposed to sleep and then i would just sleep like all like i would just be resting all day and medicating and all that bullshit that you do but anyway i'm glad we're past that i'm good now that's basically been what i've been up to like the past two weeks because I, again I, I was i was down as the kids say i was down bad man Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we're back, which is why we're having an an episode today. We got a lot of news to catch up on. A lot of the news is gonna be kind of older because you know, again, a lot of this stuff was was written or you know, I had it in my notes from like weeks ago. But it'll still be good to talk about because there's a lot of good stuff in here. We do have some more recent trailers though that dropped today, and you know, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. But anyway, I I've spoken enough. I'll let Josh talk about what he's been up to. <laughs> So, uh, what I've been up to is I've watched, uh, I watched some stuff, watched quite a few things, actually. Uh, A&E's been doing this wrestling, like, the past few weeks, every weekend they would do, like, a documentary on somebody. They started with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I watched that one, it was really good. I, I watched that one too, by the way, it was good, yeah. Hell yeah. 
The next one was Rowdy Roddy Piper. I watched that one. That one was good as well. And then the last one was the Macho Man Randy Savage doc. Uh, I watched that one and it was good as well. And last night the Booker T one came out and I didn't watch that one yet. But I will eventually. Um, I watched a few episodes of Mad Men a few weeks ago. Uh, I think I told Daniel that I had watched a couple episodes, but I hadn't put it on the. Mad we hadn't done a podcast or something. I I really I that's, I really like that show. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten distracted, so it's been a couple weeks since I've seen it. But I liked what I saw. I need to watch more of it. Um, we watched the Mortal Kombat movie, which we're going to talk about in the second half of the show. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um. Uh, we watched the finale of Invincible. That was good. So highly recommend Invincible. I still haven't seen that. I gotta check that out. Oh, that's right. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, check it out when you get the chance in the chat. And also, I got you. I'll probably I'll be able to talk about it next week, probably because I I I have to check it out. I really I was I really have enjoyed Invincible, and I just Mm -hmm. didn't I couldn't I wasn't around for the finale. So yeah. Um. Dark Side of the Ring makes its return. So a lot there's been a lot of wrestling stuff on TV uh the last couple weeks. So the Dark Side of the Rings where they get into like the nitty-gritty dirty parts of wrestling, which to be honest is a lot of wrestling. Um they did a two-part special on Brian Pillman. Uh and I think you can watch it on their website over on Vice if you don't have uh uh that those channels. So highly recommend checking that out. It's pretty cool. Um, I binged all of Shadow and Bone. Um, recommend uh that show as well. It's on Netflix. It's eight episodes. They're about forty forty five ish minutes long. I really enjoyed it. If you like uh, fantasy D and D that kind of stuff, recommend checking it out. Uh, and fall in love with the characters like I did, um, because they are very interesting and awesome and beautiful and I love them. Um. Uh, since we watched Mortal Kombat, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling, uh, wanting to know the history of like the games and stuff. So, um, there's a, one thing I watched after we had watched that movie was, uh, this documentary by 616 Entertainment, which is a channel on YouTube. Go look them up. They do like video game documentaries. A lot of wrestling ones on there as well, uh, called the history of Mortal Kombat. It is a multi-part documentary series about going through the games and some of the stuff that happened during the development and stuff. Um, Recommend checking those out. It is long. Like, let me look it up really quick. I will check it. I will tell you how the length of it. But it's broken up into parts, so you don't have to watch it all in one go. Okay. Let me tell you how long that is. It's two and a half hours. So, but it's broken up into like five parts, I want to say. It's five parts, something like that. Um, So it's cool. Um, Check that out. Uh, Another thing I watched, and I think it's Baba's the reason I ended up watching this one, was uh, The History of Resident Evil, also by 616 Entertainment, um, where they talk about some of the early games. They don't go into like the later remakes and stuff like that. Um, That one, I don't think it's as long. I'll let you know real quick. Uh, oh, wait, it's longer. Never mind. I got those backwards. The <laughs> History of Resident Evil, A Decade of Decay by 616 Entertainment is four hours long. So oh, wow. if you Damn. but again, multiple parts, 
Uh, he does these over months and then lets out part after part. And then at the end, once he's done it all, he does one big mega thing where it's all combined into one big thing. So again, you don't have to watch it all in one go. You can watch it in parts. I watched it in parts because that one was really long. Um, so check those out. If any of that interests you, I it was enjoyable. It was informative. I learned a lot and it was really cool. Um... Uh, the last show I've been watching is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've recently, I don't know, like, we have friends that watch it uh, and talk about it, and I'm like, I need to check this out, because I've never I've never checked out Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've, I've watched I've watched the entire first season now, and I would recommend it. Um, uh, there are, um, uh, I don't even know how many seasons there are. I think there's, like, seven. There's going to be an eighth, and I think it's going to be the final one. Um uh, but it's fun. It's a it's good for a little laugh. You need a little laugh in your life. It, I enjoy it. Um, Terry Crews is great, great, and he's in that show. So, um, the last things I have are the couple of games I've been playing. Uh, Terminator Resistance, which I was playing on the hardest difficulty, and got really mad at, and have currently quit. So I'm, uh, I was gonna, gonna say, did, did you end up beating that? Or? Uh, no, no, I, I was close, and then I got really, I got to a spot. I worked really hard for like a couple hours on this spot, and then died, and it Damn. threw me and lost all of that, and I got super salty, um, and was like, "Fuck this!" So I'm taking a break from Terminator Resistance for the moment because <laughs> it gotcha. pissed me off so bad. Right. Um. Uh, but it's like, I kind of did it to myself, right? Cause I'm playing on the hardest, I was playing it on the hardest difficulty, which yeah. is something I never do for games. I usually just play on like the medium or even the easy, depending on if I just want the story or whatnot, but like it's Terminator and you're playing a resistance soldier. It kind of makes sense for the game to be hard as fuck. Um, because like, uh, I mean, they're Terminators, man. It's not supposed to be easy. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of how I rationalize playing it on the hardest difficulty, which is something I almost, almost never do because for the exact reasons I just listed, which was I got salty at the game and fucking quit at the moment. So, But I will go back and finish it up. Uh, it's not... Let me see if I can throw a 10-second review at you. It's not the greatest game. It's not probably going to win any awards, but I'm enjoying it. It's got It's got a nice, chill little story and some cool characters, so... Um, if you can get it on sale, I'd say get it. Um, the other thing is something I just started, so I don't have a whole lot I can offer on it, but it's called Chernobylite. If anybody that played oh, Stalker yeah. or those types of games, uh, it's kind of like that where you go around and it's got this weird story and these weird paranormal things that are kind of happening. Had one jump scare that got me, uh... I don't know if Daniel you're, was in the. And you're playing it in Russian, right? To get that. I am. Version. I am playing it in Russian. It has, it has Russian or English voice acting. I went with the Russian with English subtitles because, uh, I mean, it's Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, kind of got to be. It's not on my notes, but uh, a lot of uh, D and D uh, new stuff has been coming out that I've been checking out. So that I've also kind of been up to to that stuff. New supplements and. A lot of stuff from DMs Guild and and stuff. So that's kind of all I've been up to the last few weeks, man, while we've been out of action here. Uh, 
So we are free to head into the news, my friend. So first up, we have something that I am very excited about, and something Me that we too. that we'd have been talking about for a very long time, but apparently now it's uh, reported that the Night Star Wars Knights of the Republic is getting a remake from the port studio Aspir. Uh, so Aspir, uh, for those of you who know or don't know, they've usually been doing the ports of the older Star Wars games to like you know the Switch or the PS4 or that kind of thing. Like Jedi, Jedi Academy and Kotor, and you know, all these like Republic Commando most recently, and, and you know, all these all these older like Lucas Arts era games. Um, but uh, apparently during an interview, uh, Bloomberg reporter Jason Schreier, uh, revealed that uh, yeah, the Kotor remake is currently in development, and and Aspier is working on it. Uh, there'd been rumors. For dating, like I think early last year, right? That this mm-hmm. was something that may be happening, yeah, January 2020, that it would be in development and that it would integrate elements from the first two games, uh, in order to bring things certain things into the current Star Wars canon. Um, what else we have here? Um, Yeah, I mean, they had tweeted like early last year that if it was happening, it probably wasn't going to be EA. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so now we know that yeah, it's not because Aspir is doing it. So, I mean, I I don't really have anything else other to say about this other than I cannot fucking wait. I'm excited. I'm glad they're finally listening to us and and making it happen. Yeah. Um yeah, I I I I I seriously can't wait, man. If they do it like how they did the Resident Evil 7 remake, oh man. I'm going to be very happy. So, I'm excited for this. I can't wait. Obviously, we don't have a release date or anything, but uh yeah, dude. I I'm 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 pretty pretty damn hype about this. I love Kotor. It's my favorite game of all time. It's one of my favorite stories of all time. Um, it just every everything about it. I'm just I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to playing the game again. I've played it many times, and I I, I I can't wait to play it and stream it and all that good stuff, man. I just I, I'm I'm looking forward to it very much. Yeah, um, it's cool. I'm excited. I'm curious to see what they change. Uh, I imagine that well, probably they may adjust combat. I mean, like Kotor combat. The the way it was was you know it was based on that that old tabletop D and D kind of system. I'm kind of curious to see if they'll change it to like a little bit more actiony uh, kind of system. I think I, uh, I heard that they were gonna change the combat. Up. Yeah. Um, uh, which is probably a good thing. I mean, that's I, I still love the old Kotor and will still go back and play it to this day, and the combat never bothered me. Uh, but it's a little different nowadays than it was back in the day when that was made. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just a, there's a tiny bit of me that wants to be like I'm a little worried just because it's it's aspirin. They usually do ports. Um, since this is like a full on remake, at least that's the wording that's used in these articles is remake. 
not remaster, remake. Um, I'm just a little bit like, I want to know who's kind of in charge and running the thing. So there's a small part of me that's like, oh, I'm a tiny bit worried, but not super worried. It doesn't like, I, I am excited because it's KOTOR. That means somebody in, in charge of all the Star Wars stuff is like, all right, let's have a look at this and see how it does again. So if it's, if it comes out, sells good, could be the first of many great stories in the Old Republic, perhaps. Um, uh, uh, wor worlds wide open could be, could be get more games, could be television series, could be movies. You never know. So um, uh, I am excited with, with a small twinge of. I hope everything turns out okay. Um, uh, if we're ready to move on from the Kotor stuff. Yep. We have Elite Dangerous Odyssey uh, coming out on May 19th, which is pretty soon. It's uh, like a week from now. Hey, we were ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's coming out soon. Uh, before I got sick, I, I had been playing some more Elite Dangerous. And, you know, it's a fun, fun game to play um, every once in a while. And now with this new uh, new update, I'm going to be very curious to see how, like, the dynamic of the game changes. Because uh, previous, I mean, up until this point, you'd only been able to, you know, fly around in your ship. But this new update is going to give you legs. It's like you're going to you're going to be able to walk around on planets and stuff. So, mm -hmm gonna change up the game quite a bit i'm very I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to seeing you know like early gameplay or you know other streamers more well-known streamers you know check it out and that kind of stuff and yeah i mean I'm, I'll, I'll i'll end up getting it eventually and, and checking it out because i like the game i enjoy it very much uh but uh yeah i mean i'm i'm, I'm just you know it's gonna be one of those things that yeah i'll, I'll probably see i'll check other people out when they when they first get it and play it and you know all that good stuff but mm -hmm. i am looking forward to this uh should be fun uh again i'm just wondering how like much it's going to change up the game because i mean never had legs before in this game so it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting I, I i i'm curious how like the um like the co-op stuff is going to be now with that like mm -hmm. I, i'm sure that's going to be a lot more fun so yeah. Yeah. I haven't um I haven't checked out uh Elite Dangerous yet. Um I've been kind of waiting for like the the legs update a little bit. Um but I'm definitely going to check it out now so I have to get like a joy uh better joystick than what I have. Yeah. Uh which are kind of hard to get their hands on at the moment. Um, but I have seen some some like previews and stuff of people being like, yeah, it made me feel small as they've checked out like early builds and, and stuff like that for for Odyssey. It's looking it's it's looking pretty cool. It's sounding pretty cool, and I'll be interested in checking that out. Hell yeah, uh, man. Boots on the ground. Let's go. Let's do it. Um Next up, we have uh, someone else, another another Blizzard vet leaving uh, the company. We have the Overwatch game director, or former Overwatch game director, Jeff Kaplan, has left uh, Blizzard uh, after 19 years, and he'll be replaced by Aaron Keller. Uh, again, this is a little bit of older news. Like This happened like, a couple weeks ago already. 
but mm-hmm. uh, it's still I think it's still like important enough to bring up because I mean you know I'm 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 a pretty big Overwatch guy. I know Josh really isn't really, but he's he's more he can I think he can speak on the Blizzard side of things on this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the, Jeff uh, issued a statement that said, uh, "I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It was truly the honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience." I want to express my deep appreciation at everyone, to everyone at Blizzard who supported our games, our game teams, and our players. But I want to say a special thanks to the wonderful game developers that shared in the journey of creation with me. Never accept the world as it appears to be. Always dare to see it for what it could be. I hope you do the same. Um, so that was his statement. And then Keller had his own statement, uh, which said, uh, I, we, where he spoke a little bit about Overwatch 2. He said, I also recognize that making games at Blizzard has always been a group effort and never about just one point of view. Together with the rest of the team, I feel fortunate that we have a deep bench of development and creative leaders, numerous veteran Blizzard artists and designers, and some extremely talented new blood as well, along with tons of support throughout the company for the live game and for Overwatch 2. Speaking of Overwatch 2, development is continuing at a good pace. We have an exceptional vision we're executing on. The reaction from many of you to the updates we shared at BlizzCon Line thrilled us. We have exciting reveals planned for this year and beyond as we ramp to launch. We'll be sharing more frequent updates about Overwatch 2 progress and new features in the live game with you all very soon. Um, of course, we uh, I think they said earlier this year to not expect Overwatch 2 this year. So it'll most likely be next year, uh, if I had to guess. But uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad to see Papa, Papa Jeff Papa Jeff go, man, because he was uh, yeah. As far as I remember, man, he was he was the dude for Overwatch, man. And man, he was the lead designer. He was the game director. So like yeah. losing him is concerning. I think it's very concerning for Blizzard. Like uh, Jeff Kaplan has been with them for like yeah, nineteen years ever. Good, so. yeah, yeah, so like. I mean, he was a designer on Warcraft 3. He was the designer and game director of World of Warcraft. He's worked on the expansions. He worked on their canceled game, Titan, the thing that was before Overwatch uh, that ended up being canceled. Um, Over the past few weeks, Blizzard's kind of taken a beating. uh, A little bit from uh, different uh, gaming personalities and stuff like that. Like, Kaplan leaving, I think, is bad i think it's yeah, very I mean, bad for yeah, blizzard not, not only did he not leave overwatch but he left the whole company left blizzard you know so that's, yeah it's kind of i don't know man I, I you you know more about the blizzard stuff than i do like i, I just to me like i overwatch is like the, the main blizzard thing that i'm you know that i'm mm-hmm. about you're obviously you're, you're wow and you know all the other stuff so yeah man i it's I don't know. This 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 is this is a tough one. Tough tough to lose. Tough to lose Jeff, man. Yeah, it really sucks. Um uh I suspect that he probably has to non-compete for a while. Possibly. I have no clue on how the contracts and stuff like that work, but I would not be surprised if he shows up at one of the other companies, probably Mike Morehams. Um new company over there, you know, we So Mike Morham used to be in charge of Blizzard, right? And then he left and uh, formed his own company called Dreamhaven, um, which has a lot of uh, ex-Blizzard people there. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if, if Kaplan shows up there. Um, uh, he may have just retired. I mean, you don't know. I mean, we don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. So uh, I guess we'll, uh, you know. we'll find out at some point. Like, soon um, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm not going to go on like the Blizzard rants that I'm very bad and prone to go on here. But I will say that it just it does kind of say a lot that a lot of the people that were in charge are 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 leaving the company, and then like a lot of the people that are in charge now are giving really just shit hot take interviews that are just bad, <laughs> and like yeah like it's just shitty. Um, Blizzard Blizzard used to be like tip top for me. They've dropped so fucking low nowadays. It's it's sad and pathetic, really. Um, but we can move on from the Blizzard stuff um, and move into uh, this trailer. I think I'm the one that put it. Yeah, I was I was gonna bring up what has Dreamhaven done anything yet or no? No, they're working on. Uh, let me look it up. I know they're working on something. Uh, Let me look it up either. I think they said they've worked on worked on something. How long have they been a a, a thing? In 2020 um, oh, is when they were founded, so pretty still fairly new. Okay, yeah, it makes um, sense that they haven't done anything yet. That's fair. Uh, it has two game development studios called Secret Door and Moonshot Games. So it has like, uh, they're they're the company, and then they have like two development studios under them. Um. So two of those. So I expect to be seeing some sort of game out of them in the next few years, I'd imagine. Uh, um, oh, um, so yeah, like, so we saw Mike Morhaime leave. He formed Dreamhaven. Chris Metzen retired for a little bit uh, or left left the games industry for a bit. And then he started his tabletop company, um Warchief uh gaming or I think it's what it's called and they've started their Kickstarter uh the other day for their tabletop stuff. But I was talking with uh some WoW friends that were like, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Metzen ended up doing something with Dreamhaven at some point. Like he was a big part of of uh Blizzard for years. So as well. Like what if everybody that made Blizzard what it was is not like there. Like it's yeah. weird uh, when you I mean, look at it. Like you said, everybody's leaving, man. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm sure there's still people there that were there originally, but like the big names that I'm used to hearing, like Kaplan, Metzen, and and Morheim, Morhaim, um, are the guys that were there for that. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, all right. Well, yeah, I was just, I was just curious because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we can we can uh, check out this trailer that uh, you posted here. Uh, this is a trailer for Tales of Arise. It's a release date trailer. When I put this in here, I couldn't remember if we had shown a trailer because I think they had another trailer that we had put up previously. Maybe I can't remember exactly. Hmm. Um, so this is Tales of Arise. I don't know if you've ever played any of the Tales games. There, they're, they're I, haven't JR... I haven't played any of them, but I've heard of them. 
the JRPGs. Uh, I know there's a few of them, but I haven't played any of them at all. Um, the only one I've ever played was like Tales of Abyss, and then I've like watched the anime for it instead of like completing the game, which is weird. Um, I, usually don't, I usually don't play these kind of games. I I do sometimes, and I just I thought this one looked cool, so I I may check this out. Um, and I threw the trailer in here just because I, I liked it and was like, hey, it's pretty cool. This looks pretty neat. Um, they're showing off some party members here. They're showing off, like, the main characters. It, it's, you know, it's a weeb game, and I, <laughs> and I'll be playing it, so. <laughs> um, probably at some point I'm, in the future. I'm, I'm getting, like, uh, Fire Emblem vibes out of this. Yeah, right, kind of. Yeah, I'm... I'm very picky with my games sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and when it comes to like uh, these style of games, it's usually like the Fire Emblems, uh, the JRPGs and stuff like that that, that grab me. So um, looks like there's a, some boss fights in here. I'll be honest with you, I haven't played a Tales game in like a long time. And this is like, this is a next gen Tales games. So. Uh, Let's have a look-see at the date here. It should say it here at the end, I believe. I hope it better be. It's a, yeah, September 10th. Oh, my 2021. birthday. 2021. Hey. Oh, hey, there you go. Hey. It's a gift from me to you. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. What? So let's get the... Uh, sorry, what? No, I was say, what day is my birthday? It's on a Friday. Okay. That makes sense. Games, a lot. There's gonna be a lot of things releasing on my birthday then, if it's on a Friday. Yeah. Oh, this is the seventeenth main entry in the Tales the series, Tales by the way. Jeez, <laughs> that's that's got a lot of games. Game, I, mean, I didn't I, either, bro. I thought there was like five or something. There's fucking seventeen. What the fuck? How, how old is this series? Um, that's a good question. Let's see if I can find the first one. 17 dude what the shit i i legit had no idea there was that many of these games. uh is this the first game is the first this is the first title called tales of fantasia it was released on playstation uh hold up what the fuck when did this come out Uh, initially released for the Super Fun oh the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in December of 1995, it oh, was wow. later ported to a number of other platforms, including the Japanese exclusive version for the PlayStation and a Game Boy Advance version. So it's 1995, bro. It's an old series. Yeah, I I didn't know it was that old, man. Again, because I I don't I haven't played these games. I don't usually play them. So I I don't know man. I knew there was a, I know there was several of them but I didn't know there was that many. And then the first time I really heard about it was which Tales game is it? I guess it was Abyss. Is that the first time I actually heard of? No, Tales of Sim Sim Symphonia Symphonia. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, something like that. I've, yeah. Uh, I think which was on the GameCube. Hmm. Crazy! It's a series that I've never really checked out, but I've heard about. You know, it's yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I just, I've just never heard. Of, I've just always heard about it. Um, 
That's all we have in the notes, but I am going to browse through the Reddits. Yeah, I was going to say uh, new stuff real else? quick. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I haven't really looked because, again, I was just sick for a long time. Yeah, I have some I stuff up here. I didn't here. really get a chance to look after a while, but yeah, if you got some stuff, feel free. Um, the making of Dishonored uh, by Noclip. Noclip is a company on, on, on YouTube that make documentaries about things, and they're really good. And they're not like the other ones where it's like four hours long. I think The Making of Dishonored is like a two-parter because it talks about Dishonored 1 and 2. I could be incorrect on uh, on the exact details on it. Uh, but it's up on their YouTube if anybody wants to check that out. If you're a big fan of Dishonored, I liked the original Dishonored. Um, yeah, that's the only one I played. I mean, I enjoyed it, though. To me, yeah, it was, it was one either. of those games where I had no idea what to expect, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. Like when uh, I first played it years ago, like when it first came out or whatever. So I really like Noclip. The guy, the uh, the guys that do that stuff over there, I think is really fucking cool and really chill. And like, uh, it's about an hour long. So if you're interested in the Dishonored and how they made it, check out Noclip. If you've never checked out Noclip, highly recommend. They got some great, great stuff on there. They just did like a roller coaster tycoon one I watched uh, a few weeks ago. I, I should have put that in the notes and forgot. Um, it's it's they're really cool, man. I really dig them. Uh, uh, Gears, uh, the Gears of War guys, Gears 5 and their company, I guess the coalition is moving on to next generation development and Unreal Engine 5. Um, so they've put a little, uh, note here, which they want me to enter my age, I guess, hmm. so I can read it. Um, I can read it to you. It's like super quick, so why not? I know there's some Gears fans probably in the chat out there. <clears throat> At the Coalition, we pride ourselves on delivering the best possible Gears of War games and the best possible game performances using cutting-edge tools like Unreal Engine. We wanted to update our fans on both of these things. Um, thank you to all the fans who have been on this journey with us during a worldwide pandemic and working from home. The team launched uh, the first strategy title, Gears Tactics, Relaunched Gears 5 and Tactics on the Xbox Series X and S hardware with performance upgrades and features. Uh, revamped Gears 5 multiplayer and a ton of content and updates and capped the year with the first mainline campaign expansion, Gears 5 Hive Busters. In almost a decade, uh, as we look to our future, we were excited to start shifting our resources to the next generation development using Unreal Engine 5. Gears of War has always been at the front of the Unreal Engine development as a breakout 720p title for Xbox 360 through the last year's 120 FPS multiplayer update for Xbox Series X and S. We're excited to continue the tradition by developing on UE5 for multiple new projects in the coming years. What does that mean for our current titles? One second, guys. Let me get a little drink here. Throat's a little dry. Um... Gears 5 has content on the way that will continue to release uh, and will continue to release new operations through Operations 7 and 8. Each operation will have two drops, including new characters, new maps, special events through the end of the year. We will have the store updates with exciting new content as well as featured playlists. Shifting to a new engine is a big undertaking, so we want to be clear that we will not be announcing any new projects or titles for some time. Mm. Last, our amazing team needs more exceptional... Uh, uh, 
Our major teams need more exceptional professionals to help us continue uh, to push the envelope, uh, envelope, so we're hiring. Thanks again to all our fans. We're eager to get to work and show you what we're working on when the time is right. The Coalition. Uh, I think it's cool that they're they're setting expectations right out of the ba gate that's like, this is going to take a while. You're not going to see yeah, anything from us for a hot minute. You ain't going to hear shit from us for a while because we're moving to a new <laughs> engine and we're you know we need more people to help us out. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Makes sense. Moving on. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Hood Hood Outlaws and Legends has a launch trailer. We can check that out. It's about a minute. That game's out. I was watching uh, co-play yesterday, actually. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few people play it. There was like some early yeah, access as well, but I think I it's officially out. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. He's a streamer that we watch. Uh, he's, he's, Big he's fan cool. of Co-Carnage. Yeah, I was watching him play it, and it and it looked okay. It, it I didn't real I didn't realize, I guess, that it was a multiplayer game. Yes, it's like a PvPVE. Um, huh. So there's there's like two opposing teams fighting against NPCs and each other to try to pull off a heist. Um, okay. And there and like you can. So what I've seen was like. You gotta find the key, get it, get it off the sheriff, go in, steal a chest, and then extract that chest, all while fighting other people and NPCs. Um, so the hood is like Robin Hood. Is yes. What it is? Gotcha. Yes, it's Robin Hood and his merry men and women. Uh, which is a, it's a little wonky because like. I say wonky because like both teams are Robin Hood, like they're obviously look the same, yeah, uh, thing. But uh, I think they have uh, skin unlocks and 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 stuff like uh, that. Uh, and it's uh, and I think they're gonna add more characters eventually. Makes um, it looked okay. I think it'll be fun. I think it's got potential. Um, I'll, so I'll, this will be one of those games I'll keep an eye on. Like I'm not mm -hmm. gonna get it right away. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it, and you know, as Palpatine said to Anakin at the end of Phantom Menace, uh, we'll watch your career with great interest. Right? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting because I mean, what I did see looked all right, like you know, and I like the whole mm -hmm. like medieval, you know, I, I like the medieval shit. So I mean, it'll just have to wait and see, and wait for them to continue to improve on the game and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, um, I'm, look, I'm looking at Steam, and I already have like seven people on my friends list that have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just a game that's got potential. You know, they come out all the time. Things I won't play right now, but will in the future after it's had some updates, yeah. some improvements. I, I mean, for what it is, it's it's fine. Like I don't even think it's a full price game. No, nah, it's thirty bucks on Steam. Yeah, like thirty bucks. That's uh, uh that's not bad. Mostly positive reviews on there as well. Um, it was like just released, barely, you know. Mm -hmm. So we'll be uh, yeah, we'll be keep we'll be keeping an eye on this one for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition will let you use original Mako handling. Now, Daniel, you don't know what the Mako is or what a bitch it was to drive. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Back on is. the original. So the Mako is this vehicle from the original Mass Effect that has like six wheels on it, 
three on one side, three on the other. From the original game? Yes. And it was notorious for being difficult to control. <laughs> like, notorious. It's hilarious. They With the Legendary Edition, they have fixed the controls. Supposedly fixed. We'll see. Um, uh, the controls to make it much better at handling. But uh, if you want that nostalgia of it being a pain in the ass to control, hey, it's going to be there. It'll be an option for you. If, if you want to know what we had to deal with back in the day with that thing. <clears throat> um, but I also I like to, I like options, uh, just in case we ever. Uh... Which speaking of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out this Friday, and I'm gonna stream yeah, it boy, because I've never played it. Like, so... Make sure to stop by Daniel Streams, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be go- I'm gonna be going through all three of the games in order, obviously. One, two, then three. I've, as I've mentioned before, I've only ever played Andromeda. And people are always like, what? How could you only have played that one? You like that game? Because I always say <laughs> I enjoy it. And people are always shocked because it's like, you know, apparently people hate that game for some reason. It's, it does not as bad as people make it out to be. A lot of it is like the meme. And then it's kind of took on a life of its own. I the faces were pretty it, bad. Like, for, uh, yeah, yeah I guess that, that's another thing. I didn't play the game right when it came out. I played it like maybe a year or two after it came out. So it, the game is fine to me. My only complaint about the game is that it was a bit, maybe a bit too long. Like I spent forever playing that game. You know, <laughs> that's my, my only problem. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Andromeda for what it was, man. To stay on Mass Effect for a minute, when we. When they announced some of the Mass Effect stuff that they're working on previously, like they're going back to the old universe, uh, I was actually a little disappointed, and I think we said this on the show. I was a little disappointed that that they seemed like they were giving up on Andromeda, the Andromeda Galaxy, a little bit, and I kind of wish they'd stuck with it. I kind of wish they'd like yeah. stuck to their guns, held in there because uh, the Mass Effect one, two, and three, like. That's the complete story. That's all I ever really need there. Really. Um, uh, but I, I kind of wish that... And I hope they don't, you know? I hope they don't give up on Andromeda. I hope maybe it becomes its own thing and and I hope and, they don't give up on either because I enjoyed it. If, if for anybody who worked on the first... Who worked on Andromeda or anybody who has anything to do with that, I enjoyed your game for what it was. My only problem is again that it was it was maybe a little too long, because uh, I, I I streamed that game and I only played it on stream and it took me forever to beat it, but it was I mean it was fun I I, I thought the characters were, were were pretty cool I mean obviously I haven't played the original because every every time I say every time I mention to anybody who likes Mass Effect I'm like oh I enjoyed Andromeda like oh if you like that one then you're really gonna love the OG you know the trilogy <laughs> so I mean I, I'm excited to play it on it drops on Friday. So we don't have to wait too much longer. Only, you know, several more days. Um, yeah, I'm going to go through it. It's going to be fun. Uh, and speaking of games that are, I've already come out as well, I've been watching a little bit of the, uh, before we move on to the next topic, yeah. the new Resident Evil game came out, and I've been watching people play that here and there. Because I don't think I'm going to play it. Like, I didn't play Resident Evil 7. I watched somebody else. I watched other people play that one too. So I was kind of just doing the same thing for Resident Evil 8. I'm just watching other people play it. And it looks pretty neat, you know? Like, I, I, it looks pretty cool. I just... um, So, yeah, I've been watching that. And then what other game came out recently? It was... Uh, oh, Returnal, that I've heard good things about. People have been enjoying that one as well. It's a PS5-exclusive game. 
Um, people have been really liking it from what I hear. Um, so those are other, those are other uh, two other games that have come out since our, our last podcast that people have been uh, really enjoying. Uh, everybody's playing Resident Evil right now, obviously. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so been, been, been checking those games out. But yeah, <clears throat> back to Fast Effects since we were talking about that. Yeah, Friday gonna be gonna be, it's exciting man because i again i haven't played those games so looking forward to that since we're talking about mass effect let's stay on mass effect for a little bit because there's a couple of other little things out here uh, that have come up the past week the first thing is something i downloaded um which is the past mass effect deluxe edition content is now online and for free so if you uh like like the soundtracks uh they had some comic books um that came in those deluxe editions Hundred percent free to get uh, right now. Um, I'll get the link for you guys. It's about a gigabyte. It includes eighty-eight music tracks from oh, wow. across the trilogy, including a uh, resynthesis single. Uh, it'll have two digital art books, so don't look in those till you play the games, uh, because I'm sure there'll be spoilers. Um, uh, two digital comic books and a digital lithograph of the Normandy spaceship. So let me get the links for you guys. Uh, for anybody that's interested in that. And I'm going to drop it in the Twitch chat for you. If you're interested in that stuff, go download it. I downloaded it. Um, it includes uh, 88 iconic tracks. Download and enjoy your favorite music from the trilogy tracks, including the Mass Effect theme, Uncharted Worlds, the Suicide Mission, Elusive Man, Leaving Earth, and many more. Um... Uh, delve deeper into the saga with two exquisite digital art books for Mass Effects 2 and 3. Uh, two PDF comic books. Learn more about the Mass Effect universe with two limited edition digital comic books from Dark Horse Comics. Mass Effect Redemption Issue 1 and Mass Effect Invasion Issue 1. So check those out as well. And uh, show off the best uh, ship in the fleet with a digital lithograph for the Normandy. Uh... This promotion is available until the earlier of May 31st, 2021, or until download capacity is reached, so it won't be up there forever. So grab it, guys. Also, we have... um, Uh, as, uh, as we as we speak, I'm I'm downloading it for later. <laughs> I mean, I'm downloading um, it now so I can check it out later. Is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, another thing that they did, which is cool, we're, we're uh, there's like a lot of little Mass Effect news. I just realized as we're sitting here, they let you make your own game cover art uh, oh, that I you could download that. and put I, I out. Saw it, like, yeah. On Twitter, like couple, like I don't know, like a week, like within the past week or so, you know. Yeah, so I'll get you the links for that if anybody's interested in it. I imagine Daniel's probably not too interested in it because he's not going to know any of the characters. No, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> I, I, the reason why I haven't done was because I don't, you know, I I don't know anybody yet. Uh, but I've went through and made mine. It lets you download it as a wallpaper, as a as a game cover art, as whatever you as a really high def photo. It's really cool. Um. If I remember after I play all three games, then I'll do it. Yeah. Um, another thing we have here from uh, the Mass Effect guys is they let out some performance details um, from EA. It says Mass Effect Legendary Edition performance details get the full breakdown of the on the output resolution and expected frame rate targets for the games, which vary between platforms. 
Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition offers a number of options to prioritize visual fidelity and or frame rate depending on your platform. Players on PC can play up to 240 FPS and support supporting refresh rates of up to 240 Hz. Additionally, players can tweak several graphics options at any time to fine-tune the preferred balance of graphics and performance. Console players can toggle between two gameplay modes at any time on all platforms. The first one is favor quality, prioritizing achieving the highest visual fidelity possible in exchange for a lower, lower target frame rate. And the next uh, option is favor frame rate, prioritizing the frame rate by scaling native resolution and reducing some graphical features. Uh, the target resolution and frame rate, as well as the consistency with which those targets are achieved, are highly dependent on the console. Please refer to the table uh, below for more details. So they have a table here. I could show it off on stream. Um, and zoom it in for you. Uh, so if you're in the quality option and playing on the PS4, the original, you can get up to 1080p, uh, 30 FPS. Uh, the PS4 Pro, 30 FPS at 4K Ultra HD. Uh, if you're playing on the PlayStation 5, Wait, does this, is this coming out on the PlayStation 5? I guess it is. I mean, it wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Uh, up to 60 FPS at 4K Ultra HD. Uh, on the Xbox uh, Xbox One. Bakes. Uh, Bakes. Um Up to 30 FPS at uh, 1080p. Uh, and just, you know, all the... Uh, kind of what you would expect, really. Um if you're favoring the quality, it's going to be like 30 FPS in all the old gen and 60 FPS on the new gen. Uh, if you favor in the frame rate, you get 60 FPS at 1080p, 60 FPS at 1440p with PS4. And then it goes up to like, if you're on an Xbox Series X. <clears throat> now, I do find this interesting. So on the PlayStation 5, on the favorite frame rate, it's 60 FPS at 1440. But... On the new Xbox, it's up to 120 FPS on 1440. It's almost double what the PS5 is. Interesting. Anywho, that's the performance options for you guys uh, for the uh, Mass Effect. I think that's all the Mass Effect stuff. All right. Um, uh, next, you know, I have. I got a couple things, all and right. then we can move on. Um, uh, just some interesting tidbits. One is that Fable is being developed using the Forza engine. Um, uh, uh, Microsoft's new Fable game is being developed using the Forza engine, according to a job listing on Microsoft's uh, website. The listing is for a software engineer and states that the team at Turn 10, developers of the Forza series, will be working with the Forza tech engine and will be enriching the toolset to support an open-world action RPG, Fable. Not only will the engine be powering one of the Microsoft's most anticipated new titles for the Xbox Series X slash S, but the role also involves adding some new bells and whistles to the engine, including new features like ray tracing, which are becoming increasingly utilized in the AAA game development. <laughs> Fable was originally announced in July 2020 at Xbox major summer game announcement conferences ahead of the release of the Xbox Series X and Series S. It was giving a tone-setting uh, CGI trailer that maintained the sense of humor and style that the series is known for, despite shifting a new developer uh, playground games for the newest generation. 
The job listing also mentions the role will have a major impact on three AAA titles in development across two beloved Xbox franchises, suggesting that as well as Turn 10's work on Forza Motorsports, Development on the next installment in the Forza Horizon series may well be continuing alongside the development of the new Fable game at Playground Games. The Forza Tech engine has been used to power some beautiful scenery and game worlds in the Forza series, so it makes sense for Microsoft to capitalize on this as they move forward with development. This is an uh, article over on IGN, by the way. I want to credit those guys by Liam uh, Weissman. Um... So yeah, Fable uh, was being developed using the Forza engine. Now, for those of you that have seen Forza, know that we don't give a fuck about racing games, but I will say this. Whenever they show them off, they are fucking beautiful. Like, so... <clears throat> so using that engine for Fable is gonna be crazy. Um... And then the last thing I have is just like a 30-second launch trailer for Resident Evil Village. I thought it might just be fun to close out with because uh, it is 30 seconds and a lot of people are playing Resident Evil right now. Yeah, like everybody's playing it, man. I've <clears throat> seen uh, so many people playing it. I want to play it at some point. I'm thinking... I'm thinking around October... I might yeah. just run through all the Resident Evil games, like all the Resident remakes. The, the franchise run and everything? Yeah, I do a franchise run. I haven't done a franchise run in a while. I'm trying to remember what was the last one I did. What the hell was the last franchise run I did? I, I've, done a, I've done a couple of them, but I don't know. Oh, it was fucking Tomb Raider. It was the most Tomb Raider, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just fucking finished uh, Shadow. You just finished a franchise yeah. run. <laughs> I finished all three of the newer ones. Yeah, that's the. And you fixed the start. You fixed the start another one with Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the next one on Friday, man. Oh, did we? Um, I did say we'll close out with that, but I I can't remember if we talked about this in the news. Did we talk about Amazon canceling its Lord of the Rings MMO? Do you remember? I don't think we did, but I mean, I heard about it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, Amazon canceled its Lord of the Rings MMO. I I didn't know if you want to say anything about it. No, I was, sorry about that. I had to I was gonna say they have like multiple MMOs that Amazon's working on, right? Like they have, I they have that one that I played the uh, beta for or something. It was called like New World or something. I tried that one out. Mm -hmm. And they like de have delayed that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that one was pretty cool, but it just seemed like an MMO from like ten years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, that, that was kind of like what I gathered from it. Like I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it just it just seemed like a game from like ten years ago, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 strange. Like we got these companies that are like, oh man, video games, we should get in on that money. You know, Lord of the Rings, I'd love a new Lord of the Rings game, and and I'm not talking about that Gollum one either. I'm, I mean like, yeah, like a proper like Lord of the Rings game, you know, and something different from the you know the shadow the shadow games. Or was it called the Mordor games? You know, the Shadow of Mordor. And yeah, because those were cool, but like I don't know, I, I I would want, I don't know what I would want for a Lord of the Rings game, but I, something. Honestly, I'll tell you what I want. What's that? Go for it. I want I want a new RTS like those fucking old school ones we played years mm. ago. The fucking uh, oh god, what were they called? Of a Battle of Middle Earth two or whatever the hell. Yeah, those. I had so much fun with those and going through like the stories and like playing out the movies. The Battle of Helm's Deep, but you're in control. Like, fuck, bro. 
It's like it makes I me have... think of like those old Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds and stuff like that, you know, like yeah, where you're yeah, in yeah. control yeah, of the I, franchise. I, dude, I love those kind of games. I mean, I still have my Battle for Miller too in the in the mm-hmm. disc with like back when they needed like a shit ton of discs to install the game, you know what I mean? I still have that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 I want a Lord of the Rings game, like a good one, like a, I don't know, something different from Shadow, the, the Shadow games. I don't want the, I don't really care for the Gollum game. Um, I, I don't know, but something like I don't, I don't know, man. Some something new and different would be, would be nice in in, in that in that world. So, uh, growing up, there was one that came out in two thousand and four. So I was fourteen when the game came out. It's called. Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. Oh, I, uh, I never played it, but I, I remember like watching so it, and it looked. Good. I played, I played the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's what would be cool—a co-op Lord of the Rings game, dude. Mm-hmm. That game was co-op, if I re- if I recall. I think so. I don't know. I never played it co-op. I would love, to, dude. Lord of, Lord of the Rings co-op game would be fucking awesome, man. I would love to play the shit out of that. Mhm. Let me let me form my own fellowship. Call right. it Lord of the Rings, your fellowship, or something. Silly like oh, that. dude, that would be amazing. I would be, I'd be so for that, man. Whoever, uh, has, if if anybody out there is listening and has the power to make a co-op, like make your own party, Lord of the Rings type game, please, please, I would love that. And you know, again, no disrespect to the people who are making the Gollum game and all that other stuff, but I, I personally, I'm just not too interested in that kind of deal. Um, and like a stealth, you know, game with Gollum, that's kind of not what I'm in. I just into. don't care about Gollum as a character. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I would love to see like a co-op, be, be, have your own party type. That would be oh man, that'd be so much fun, dude. I would love. Yeah. It. Please, if um, somebody out there is listening and has the power to do it, please make it happen. I would, I would, I would love that. Uh, so what it says here in this article, by the way, it's an article by IGN by Adam uh, Bankhurst over there. Mm-hmm. It says Amazon cancels its Lord of the Rings MMORPG. The cancellation came following a dispute between Amazon and Tencent. Um, Tencent. So, so it says here Amazon has canceled its Lord of the Rings MMO, which was first announced in 2019. As reported by Bloomberg, the game was in development at Amazon Game Studios uh, alongside China-based Liu Technology Holdings, which was purchased by Tencent Holdings in December of 2020. Um, The contract negotiations between Amazon and Tencent were said to have caused a dispute that has eventually led to the game's cancellation. An Amazon spokesperson confirmed that following Tencent's acquisition of uh, Leiu, it has been unable to secure terms to proceed with the ti- with this title at this time. The team will be shifted to other projects, and Amazon shared its disappointment in not being able to bring this project to the world. Quoting, We love the Lord of the Rings IP and are disappointed that we won't be bringing this game to customers, a spokesperson for Amazon said. Uh... This joins uh, Breakaway and Crucible as yet another canceled project for Amazon Game Studios, which itself was something of another uh, Bloomberg report that detailed the dysfunction and struggles that the studio has been dealing with. Amazon still has one MMO in the works called New World, although the yeah, project has been hit with delays 
It is now scheduled for release in August of 2021. Uh, for fans disappointed by the news of this cancellation, Turbine's The Lord of the Rings Online is still active, and we still have Amazon's Lord of the Rings series and the Lord of the Rings Gollum video game to look forward to, which I, mean, I don't really care about I'm Gollum. Looking, I'm looking forward to the show. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, the show that. I'm interested in, yeah. And then just, again, we, we, we've already talked about the Gollum game, so I'm not going to mention that anymore. I never played the old Lord of the Rings Online. Did you ever play that one? Yeah, I did, actually. I, uh, But not, like, super serious. I'm looking it up right now. It's on Steam. Like, it's free to play and everything, but I just, I never got into it. Like, I just, very like, back back in the day when all these games came out, I just didn't have a good PC to play all these MMOs, you know? So I kind of, I kind of missed out on a lot of them. Like, I never played the Matrix one you played. I never played Galaxies. I never, you know, Star Wars Galaxies. I never played Lord of the Rings Online. I never played all these other games because I just didn't have a good PC at the time, you know? It's funny that you mentioned the Matrix Online because there's an article I saw the other day on Kotaku or a podcast that they do over there. And they were talking with uh, a dude, uh, which I didn't read the entire article because I was busy at the time, but I just saw it. They were talking to a dude that was, they were talking about the Matrix Online and how fans are still kind of keeping it going with like, you know, people will fire up. Kind of like how you can still play Galaxies. Like they'll fire up a server and you can still kind of play as long as you have like the old discs and stuff. Um, And do some workarounds. Such, but they were talking about uh, talking to somebody over there that were doing that with the Matrix Online, and it made me so nostalgic. <laughs> and like, because I, I loved the Matrix Online, it was cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I did play the uh, the Lord of the Rings Online game a little bit. How was it? How was that game? Uh, it's very popular because it's still going. Um, when Apparently, I played I mean, like, it, again, like I looked it up on Steam right now, and it it looks like it, people enjoy it. When I when I played it, it was still uh, early on in my MMO uh, phase, career. right? So yeah, exactly, career. Um, so I didn't play it a whole lot, but it was pretty interesting and chill. Uh, like if you look at it nowadays, it looks dated because like this game came out in yeah, two thousand seven. It's, it's an older. Oh uh, wow, okay. So. Um, but it is a, it's a free to play model, but they do have paid subscription and that gives you a little bonus and they have like, I think they have expansions. They have storylines. I, I just I wish I knew more about it, but I've never well, really. I'm looking have. at some of the, uh, the steam comments and they're saying it's a pay to win game. So yeah. Yeah. For some of the end game content and all that stuff, which is that's unfortunate, but hey man, it's an older game, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I would love a new Lord of the Rings game <clears throat> where you can have your own party and you know create your own characters and co op and explore Middle Earth and all that stuff. I would, oh, man, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Anyway. If we're done with that, though. Yeah, let's 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 move on to the television news. We spent a lot of time in game news because we had a lot. Yeah, all right. let's go through the uh, TV news. Some of this is going to be a little bit older, like I said, but you know, it's still it's still important. It's still good to talk about. Olivia Coleman is going to be joining uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion uh, with Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, there is no, I don't think there's no any word on who she's going to be playing. Maybe there is. Let me see a sec. Uh, I don't think so. 
So it'll be curious to see who she's going to play. Olivia Coleman is a fantastic actress. Um, she's really, she's usually really good in everything she does. Um, I think the last thing I saw her in was The Crown, which is a good show, by the way, if you guys haven't seen it. And I'm not normally into that kind of stuff, but The Crown is a good show. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> so she, yeah, she's going to be joining uh, Secret Invasion, which is uh, pretty cool. Having, yeah. having an actress of this caliber and this talent joining the MCU, it's a, it's a good thing, I think. All, all, anytime you add talent, it's a good thing. Uh, and she's not the only one joining because Amelia Clark is also joining Secret Invasion. <clears throat> Those of you who know Amelia Clark, she's obviously, uh, you know, she was, she's her, her, she's more well, like her biggest role she's known for is, uh, you know, Daenerys from Game of Thrones, and uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I also love her as Kira and Solo, you know, Star Wars. Uh, she's good in that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's been in a bunch of other things, of course, but yeah, Amelia Clark also joining uh, Secret uh, Invasion over at the Disney Plus and Marvel with uh, Olivia Coleman and Sam Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn. Um, <clears throat> again, I don't think there's any uh, like, I don't think it says who she's playing or anything, but uh, I like I like Emilia Clark, so it's good that they're adding her onto this. I'm curious what she's gonna play. She's like the latest in the line of like Game of Thrones actors in the MCU, because obviously we know we have uh, uh, what's his name uh, in Infinity War, fucking uh, uh, damn it, why am I blanking on his name? He played the giant dwarf. Oh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, Peter Dinklage, thank you. Peter Dinklage was in Infinity War as the big. I was, I was, I'm sorry to remember, Mike. I can't. Yeah, my brain I, was working. I, I I usually am good with names and stuff, but sometimes my brain like has a fucking like like a brain fart or a melt, you know, like a but <laughs> you like a brain freeze, and I just forget stuff sometimes. But yeah, Peter Dinklage was in Infinity War. We're getting Richard Madden and uh, Kit Harrington in uh, Eternals. And then now we have Amelia Clark, you know, joining Secret Invasion. So we're getting all these Game of Thrones actors joining, uh, you know, Marvel, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which I don't think I've seen anything that Richard Madden's been in since Game of Thrones. Really? I, I I don't think I have either. Like, I know he was in that, that Cinderella movie. Did you ever watch that Cinderella movie? Mm-hmm. Well, he was in that. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've seen him in much stuff either. I know he's been like in a couple Netflix shows and things, but I, or like, I think it was called like The Bodyguard or something. But I haven't seen it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we have those two ladies joining Secret Invasion. That's I think that's exciting because they're both good. So I'm all for it. Hell yeah! Next up, we have a trailer for Marvel's Modok over at Hulu. Um. Open that up for you again. This is like the robot, the silly robot chicken type show. Um, it's not meant to be like super serious or anything, it's gonna be goofy, of course. We have a uh, Modoc voice by uh, <clears throat> what's his name, Patton Oswalt. It looks like it could be fun. Um, I don't know how many episodes it's gonna be or anything. But uh, it's it releases on the twenty first on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So if you if you guys got Hulu and you like Marvel, I think this will be a, a fun you know fun little little thing to check out. 
Yeah, it's probably worth a few laughs. Yeah, it's it's very it's again it's very robot chicken esque. That's you know, hundred percent what it what that is. <laughs> they they're gonna have like uh, cameos, I think, from like uh, several Avengers, and they're gonna be voiced by like you know. Like, I think Iron Man is voiced by John Hamm in this, I want to say. Yeah, because he's in the trailer right there. Yeah. yeah I want to say he's voiced by John Hamm, but I don't know. I, I know he's, I know that, like, I remember hearing Iron Man was voiced by some somebody pretty big in this. Yeah, that looks like silly, silly fun. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all it's going to be, you know? Don't expect anything too like. I just, I don't want to say it's 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 strange, but I just want to be like, who's the guy that thought of this? A robot chicken style thing with with Modok. Modok, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it is it it is pretty strange, but I I so far I mean I think it look doesn't look too bad, like you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. It's just uh yeah. It's just silliness, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, should be pretty intriguing. I'll, I'll probably check. I, I want to say I'll check. I want to check it out, but there's so much stuff I need to check out, man. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like falling behind on stuff, and I mean, we'll see when I. I do want to give that a shot just to see how it is, but we'll see when. You know, I mean, we still have plenty of time before it comes out, so I could catch up on other stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on from that, uh, we have some casting news for the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Uh, they've cast Maya Erskine uh, in the Obi Wan K- Kenobi show. Uh, I I still think it's weird that they just called the show Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, like I wish they mm-hmm. would call it like Kenobi or you know something different. Like it's not just his name, but. Anyway, I mean, every time we talk about the show, that's how it's going to be. But yeah, Maya Erskine has been cast in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, As per usual with this kind of stuff, they don't really tell you who um, they're going to play. I mean, sometimes they do, but most of the time they don't. Um, Looks like she's going to be in all six episodes. Um, she's uh, she's been in some things, but I haven't. I haven't. I honestly don't think I've seen her in like anything. If I have, I don't remember her from anything. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen her in anything. Because I'm like looking through her IMDb, and I just I, I'm like. She like did a voice in like Bob's Burgers and BoJack Horseman and stuff. But like, <laughs> I think the main thing she's known for is Pen Fifteen, which I did, I haven't seen that show. It's a Hulu show, and I I, I haven't seen it. It's a comedy. She's in Insecure and Wine Country and a couple of things. Yeah, I know. I haven't really seen anything she's in. Yeah, look at her uh, IMDb. I don't. I don't. Yeah, think I've seen I, any of this. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's been cast to the show, so I'll, I'm going to be curious to see who she's going to play. Obviously, we don't know right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know I heard there's rumors of the other lady that was cast in the show. Her name is uh, uh, Moses Ingram. And there's rumors that she's playing an Inquisitor. Because there's been like, I think... Um, I forget if it was like Instagram or something, but there's like training videos of her, like with like a what looks like a lightsaber or something. So people are like, oh, you know, maybe she's there's there again, there's rumors that she's an inquisitor and stuff. But anyway, my error scheme cast in Obi Wan Kenobi show, we don't know who she is, who she's gonna be. Um, I'm just curious, like the cast for the Obi Wan Kenobi show is so interesting. I'm just like, who the hell are all these people? Mm-hmm. Like who are they gonna play and all that stuff? But anyway, we'll 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 see. We'll see. I'm I, I'm I'm very excited for this show. I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi is one of my is you know I love I love Obi Wan. Um. So I'm I'm I can't wait to see a trailer for this man. I don't know. We're still like a ways off away from this, but I'm I'm I can't wait to see a trailer whenever that that is gonna drop. Um. But anyway. That's all we have for that. We don't have really too much, so we'll move on to the next thing. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the Continental, which is the John Wick spinoff series that is going to be focusing on a young Winston. Uh, it's going to have ninety-minute episodes. Uh, Lionsgate TV chairman Kevin Beggs confirmed that the Continental will explore John Wick universe forty years before the first movie. Focusing on a young Winston, the owner of the famous hotel for the assassins. Uh, obviously, the Continental, uh, which the show is named after. Uh, uh, in an interview for Deadline, Beggs talked about the Continental's unusual for- format, which will have only three 90-minute episodes. Huh. So they're going to they're gonna be like short movies, basically. Cool. Yeah, so three 90-minute movies. So I, I, I expect the... I expect the show to be really good then. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if it's only going to be three episodes and they're 90 minutes each, I, I think this is going to be great. If they can like make it on the level of the John Wick movies, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy the shit out of this. Uh, but there was, a, uh, there was a quote, and I will go ahead and read that here. Um, again, this is from uh, Kevin Beggs, and he says, We at Lionsgate TV were really blown away because it solved a bunch of problems and was super exciting about a crumbling New York in the 1970s with a garbage strike that has piled up bags of garbage to the third floor of the most brownstones. The mafia muscling in on that business, which is why in The Sopranos he's a sanitation business, and other things that are really that are really real as an interesting backdrop to explore the origins of the Continental, which is famously within the movie franchise, the Assassin's Hotel, in which you cannot kill anyone on the hotel grounds. But of course, if you step uh, if you step one foot off, you're a fair game. And that's employed to the great effect in the many plots of the movies. Uh, running all of that is Winston. Uh, what we're exploring in the Continental is young Winston and how it came to be that he and his team of uh, Confederates found their way into this hotel, which we have met for the first time in the first movie franchise 40 years later. That's the ar- arena. I won't give away more than that, but stars really leaned into this take also, and they have been great collaborators. And how we've approached the first season is is three essentially 90-minute events, which you should construe as a limited series or a limited event series. So yeah, that's uh, the information on the Continental. Uh, I love the John Wick universe, so I'm, I'm very curious 
for this show. I had been. We hadn't had any information on this for a while before this, so I'm, I'm kind of glad they we got more. You know, now that we know it's going to be focusing on a young Winston, and it's going to be three 90 minute episodes. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I need to watch the last year on Woody because I still haven't seen it. Oh man, I forgot you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's 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 great. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> to move on from that, we have. Uh, I, I believe you posted a trailer for Yasuke, which is now which is now out. I did. I'll throw that up for us. We can watch it real quick. That's another show that I need to watch that I haven't seen. So Daniel, uh, Daniel, Jake, and I checked out the very first episode, yeah. and uh, I think he's finished it. I need to go back and just watch the rest of it. Um, so it does some things that I wasn't expecting. I thought it would be like a little bit more. Um, it kind of goes full weeb. And I'm going to spoil like the first 10 minutes of it. And with one word, there's a giant mech that shows up. What? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the only thing I'm going to spoil on it. But it kind of sets like, like right there. You can see one in this trailer, by the way. Hang on. Let's see if I'll pause it and show you. Yeah, well, at well, what point? I have it open too. Well, what's the uh, uh, Let me get it for you. 45 seconds. Okay. There is a giant fucking mech right here in the upper right corner. I see it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's weird. I didn't realize I, it. I didn't. Expect I didn't. That I didn't realize that's what it was gonna be. So I was a little surprised. I will say the music for this for what if just for even episode one, and Jake's watched the series and says it's really good. Um. Uh, but it just threw that weird curveball in the first little bit, and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't realize that's what this was. <laughs> um, so I need to watch the the rest of it um, and stuff. I just, and I knew it was going to deal with like some supernatural stuff, because I mean, in the previous trailers, they've kind of alluded to that. I just was not expecting the giant mech. That, that was just like, <laughs> I didn't realize it was this kind of anime. The the fourth comment in the in this video is they kind of forgot to mention that seventy five percent of this anime is sci fi and fantasy. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. Uh, so that's kind of weird. I thought this was gonna be more like his like it's weird to say history based, you know, because I know Yasuke was a real person, but like I thought it was gonna be a little bit more realistic. But they, you said they have mechs in it and shit. Mm-hmm. At least weird. in the first episode. There's That's also a giant uh, Russian lady that likes to fuck. Step on me energy. <laughs> so check that out if you're interested. Um, it's only six episodes. Oh, it's I, mean, I I, I, I want to check it out. I just you know I got sick and all the other shit, and I, I I've been I'm just I've been I was out of the loop for things for a little bit. So I'll, I'll have to mm-hmm. check it out. I have to watch this. I have to finish Invincible. Oh, there's so many things I need to watch. I just when we were watching it. Uh, Jake and I both kind of had the same reaction. Was like, why is there a giant fucking mech here? <laughs> it was weird. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would have been like that too. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't fucking know that's what that was gonna be either. 
next up is another teaser that I put in here for Heels, which Heels. is the stars. The yeah. stars, Stephen Amell, um, Alexander Ludwig show about wrestling. Um, I'm going to throw it up. It's just a teaser, so it's about a minute uh, long. Um, I've, wa I've watched this like three or four times. I haven't seen um, this at all, so I'm <clears throat> checking it out for the first time. Um, but yeah, you got you got Stephen Amell there. What is it called Duffy Wrestling League. Yeah, that's what it said, and it's in Georgia, no, by the way. Yeah, uh, which I was surprised about. Um, um, Duffy Wrestling League. What are so these so yeah, I reckon the the Duffy brothers. <laughs> Tom King Spade and Wild Bill Hancock. Long live the King. Ladder match. Um, Duffy you're either Georgia. the hero or the hill, man. Is that a real place, Duffy George, or is that made up? I think it is. What? Made up or real? I think it's real. Mm. So these guys, so Stephen Amell and, and, and Ludwig are brothers in this. Is, is that, is that, yeah, they're brothers in one. It's going to be brother against brother, hero versus villain. Um, Sorry, I was, I was scrolling back through this because I could have swore I saw um, something. Man, it's going to be weird seeing Stephen Amell as a wrestler after been seeing him as, as fucking Green Arrow mm -hmm. for years. All right, here's how you know this is said in Georgia. There's an Atlanta Falcons light right here. <laughs> I spotted it. I spotted it as I was watching a trailer. Yeah, I didn't see it the first few times I watched, but as we were watching here, I was like, oh, that's the Falcons logo right there. Oh, um, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Oh, Lord. Um... Falcons, right? Maybe maybe it's not a maybe it's not a real place. I, I think it's a real place. I can't remember. To be honest with you, I feel like I've heard it before. But that, uh, uh, gotcha. So heels, heels is a drama series. Uh, of course, I typed heels in Google. Why do I get fucking shoes? Hmm. Uh, uh, it says two rival brothers, one a ring heel and the other a hero, grapple over their late father's wrestling promotion business. While vying for national attention in small town Georgia, um, you know I'm pretty you know This made made me fucking. It made me sad that Glow got canceled. Right, it's heartbreaking. Anyway, uh, but yeah, this will be. I think it's just premieres in August, uh, on Stars. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely interested in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, next up we have... We have a Red Band trailer for Love, oh, Death, and Robots mm. Volume 2. Red Band. I think this dropped today. I haven't seen this it yet. Did. It did drop today. It's really short. It's only like a minute or something. Huh. Yeah, it's like 58 seconds, so it's not, not that long. Yeah, let's check so, it. Quick little Red Band trailer. I'm excited, man. It's going to be... Uh, I, I love Volume 1, so I'm excited for Volume 2. This is coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And by soon I mean like Friday. It drops on Friday, so. Oh damn. 
And I love, I just love how each animation style is so different, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of this looks like video games. Yeah, I just, I love, I love the show, man, because everything they do is like, like, I know we've talked about this before, but like, some of the episodes that they've done could be like their own series or their own, you know, like their own movie or their own, their own thing, you know? Like, it's fucking, it's so good, man. It's so, so good. I, I love, love Death and Robots, man. It's fucking So great. this is, uh, this is only going to be eight episodes? Is that what the, what yeah, I picked up episodes. on there? Yeah. Uh, what was the, how many episodes was the other one? The original one? I don't, I don't remember, actually. I want to okay. say it was. Let's open Netflix here. How many fucking episodes was the first? Well, now get out of here. Quit showing me ads. Fuck, I pay for you. Why are you showing me this? I think it was quite a bit, but they were like shorter, you know? Yeah. So I, so I imagine that if there's only going to be eight, they're going to probably going to be a little longer. That would be my guess. Because there was, there was a lot more in season one, but they were like, you know, 12 minutes, 11 minutes, 18 minutes, you know? Yeah. One, two, three, four. They were all four, less than like 20 five, minutes. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 14, 15, 16, 17. There are 18 episodes. Okay, so there's there's 10 less this season, but. Probably I, longer, yeah. Yeah, I imagine they're going to be longer. If that's the they're, they're interesting, man. They're cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I I love this show, man. And if you guys out there are listening or watching and you haven't seen it, I would 100% check it out. I kind of, the way that I kind of describe it is like animated Black Mirror. Yeah. So if you're into Black Mirror, you're going to like this show. It's it's pretty great. Anyway, that was, I believe, our last piece of uh, TV news for now. Yes, I believe so. But we have some. We have plenty of movie news we can talk about. <clears throat> um, so if you're good, we can get into that. Let's do it. All right. So, first piece of news is we have our directing team for the Spider Verse sequel. Um, we have uh, Joaquim dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson are all going to be directing the sequel to Spider-Verse. Um, the first movie also had a trio of directors, I believe, so it's not out of the ordinary for there to be multiple directors on this type of movie. Um, <clears throat> but let's go ahead and talk about these three directors and what they've done and stuff, because they may not be names you know or heard of or anything, but they've been involved in animation and stuff for years like for example joe let's talk about the first one joaquim he is known for being a producer for legend of korra he was in the art department for avatar he's a producer for the for the netflix voltron show he was in the art department for justice league unlimited um so he's he's been involved in in many things uh Tron Uprising for an episode. Um yeah, th these are guys that have been like involved in animation for years, obviously. So they've been around and they've, you know, been doing their thing and and and, and like multiple things too. Like like I said, this guy 
art department producer. He directed a couple episodes of Korra. So he's been around. Um, Then we'll talk about Kemp Powers, who um, he was the writer for One Night in Miami, the you know the Malcolm X Muhammad Ali movie. Mm-hmm. He wrote that one. He was also the writer for Pixar's Soul, which you know we watched and talked about on the podcast. So he he wrote this you know screenplay and the story for that. Um. <clears throat> He wrote an episode of Star Trek Discovery. Um, and yeah, he was a co-director of Soul as well. And then now he's going to be directing Spider-Verse 2. So it, those are some of his credits. And then Justin K. Thompson, I believe, is the like has the most credits out of all these guys. Like he's he was the production designer on the first Spider-Verse. He was in the, he was a production designer for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. He was in the animation department for the for the Clone Wars micro series. Um and he's been obviously in the animation department for a bunch of stuff, man. Like Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, fucking Samurai Jack, Impossible, Powerpuff Girls, Camp Laszlo. Uh, SpongeBob, like he's this guy's been around, man, like for a while. Hercules, Hercules TV series, I mean, that's, that's I can't believe I don't remember that hearing about that. I haven't heard about that for a long time, you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's using the art department for you know, a bunch of stuff, Powerpuff Girls, a lot of the other shows I mentioned already, Clone Wars micro series and stuff. So, all three of these guys have been, you know, have been in the biz for a hot minute, and now they're, you know, getting their. Their chance to direct this movie here, which is, you know, like good for them, man. Like they've been around for a long time, so they've uh, they've paid their dues and made worked their way up after all this time. So good for them. I'm looking forward to Spider Verse two because I really enjoyed the first the first one. Same. Uh, so good luck to them on you know creating this uh, the sequel here. <clears throat> Uh, and if Josh doesn't have anything else to say, then we can move on. I did not. I'm, I'm ready to roll. The Flash movie has enlisted their... Uh, was that what you going to say? Oh, no, no. I just, just said I'm excited. The Flash <laughs> movie has enlisted their composer. And it is Benjamin Walfish, who is the uh, composer for Blade Runner 2049, for the 2017 It movie. Uh, he was in the music department for Shazam and The Invisible Man uh, and a bunch of other things. So, you know, he's he's done his, his uh, share of stuff. He was a composer for Mortal Kombat most recently, which we'll be talking mm-hmm. about here. So he, he's the same guy from that as well. Uh, you know, Shazam and Hellboy and Blade Runner 2049, It, uh, It Chapter 2. So he's he's done a lot of stuff. So not, they're bringing this guy on as the composer for the Flash movie. So if you like any of the music from all the stuff that I named off, you're probably going to like the Flash music. Um, next up, we have uh, Disney and Sony's big movie deal that is going to be bringing the Spider-Man films to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Disney has said a massive movie licensing pact to Sony Pictures for the U.S. 
and promises to bring Spider-Man and other Marvel properties to Disney Plus, starting with Sony's 2022 release date. Uh, the wide-ranging deal, which runs through Sony's 2026 theatrical slate, uh, calls for Sony titles to run across Disney's array of streaming and linear platforms, uh, making it uh, unprecedented as it covers Disney Plus, Hulu, FX Networks, ABC, Disney Channels, and Freeform. And it includes a significant number of library titles that will be spread up among various outlets. Hulu will gain access to what Disney described as a significant number of library titles starting in June. Um, so we're getting a lot of Sony movies coming Disney stuff here. Uh, I believe starting in June. So next starting next month so that's not too far away actually i didn't i mean isn't it kind of crazy how june is next month already like we're already almost halfway mm-hmm. through the year that's, that's, almost, that's pretty nuts. almost halfway there man that's pretty fucking crazy man um uh, but yeah it's a big 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 deal uh between sony and disney which is going to bring a lot of sony movies to disney stuff so that's pretty cool uh i feel like we kind of talked about something like that in the past as well previously sony making all these deals and whatnot um but keeping with disney uh captain america 4 is in the works with the falcon and winter soldier showrunner malcolm spellman uh you know writing the script with uh dalan musan a staff writer on the disney plus marvel series um so obviously after we're gonna be talking about falcon the winter soldier here soon but after that show, uh, it, it it was they they're working on a fourth Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty pretty cool. We won't get too into details on stuff right now because we'll be talking about the show later. But uh, I think it's cool that they're working on a on a fourth movie. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll get into this a little bit more. Uh, here once we get to the main topic. <clears throat> uh, we have a new Red Sonja, and it is, speaking of Marvel, Hannah John Kamen, who is the ghost in the, the Ant-Man and the Wasp. So there's been a lot of, uh, <clears throat> been a lot of craziness with, with the Red Sonja movie, like, they had like Brand Singer at one point directing it, but you know all the crazy shit with him happened, and they got rid of him. And then <clears throat> there's just been a whole lot of stuff going on, and uh, now we have the main the main actress, the main character. So yeah, ha- Hannah John Kamen is gonna be uh, the new Red Sonja, which I I. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff I've seen her in besides Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because, I mean, I thought she was good in Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I'm like, what else have I seen her in besides that? And I don't really remember, but apparently she was in an episode of Black Mirror. And then uh, she was in Ready Player One. Which I don't remember her in either one of those. That might have been before I, I like knew her, knew her though, I guess. But uh, she was also a voice... Oh, she was in the Tomb Raider movie, dude. Damn, I and in Game of Thrones. Fuck, she's been in more stuff than I thought. 
I, I guess honestly, I guess I just didn't know who her like I didn't know her like back then when I watched all that stuff. Yeah. Because like she was an office, she was a first order officer in the Force Awakens too, apparently, you know, like I just didn't know her back then when all like when I watched all this other stuff. Um, so it'd be interesting to go back and rewatch all that stuff now that I kind of now that I know who she, she is and whatnot. But she's been in a good amount of stuff. Like her credits are pretty good. Like she's, like I said, Force. She was an officer in the uh, you know in the Force Awakens. She was in Game of Thrones for a couple episodes. Black Mirror for a couple episodes. She was in the Tomb Raider movie, Ready Player One, Ant Man and the Wasp, Dark, the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance TV show, which I haven't seen, but I wanted to check out. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, she's been in some. St- oh, she's also voicing Jill Valentine in the Welcome to Resident Evil. Uh, you know, Elio as well, which I didn't, I didn't, I fucking forgot about that. So she's 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 building up a pretty good uh, list of good credits here, man. So that's that's pretty dope. <clears throat> but anyway, she's gonna be the new Red Sonya, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, next up is we have a couple trailers here to cap off our movie news for the for the week. We have a trailer for the Quiet Place Two. I know, I I think I don't think you've seen the first movie yet, right? I have not. <clears throat> so what's interesting uh-huh. is that in this trailer, they kind of they show like the world before you know whatever happened. So mm-hmm. it's like stuff that they didn't even like. It's like before the first movie too. So I don't know. It's like a flashback or something. But anyway, the trailer's there. Um, we'll check it out here. Let me open that for us. Here you go, guys. Final trailer. The final trailer. Which this yeah, I need to... This much end of the month. But yeah, you should, you should check out the first one, though. It's pretty good. I I, I enjoy the first the a Quiet Place. I think it's pretty good. Maybe that's something we should... Do a group watch for maybe if other people want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, John uh, Krasinski uh, is also the director of the movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. So not only is he acting in it, but he's a he's a he's the director as well. So yeah, right here they kind of show like the world before shit happens, shit goes down, and yeah, shit's going down, you know. Then here we are again in present time. With Emily Blunt and the kids, and yeah, it's it's pretty uh, pretty nuts. Yeah, I definitely would recommend checking out that first movie, Josh, because it's 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 pretty it's pretty good. I I, I ended I up enjoying everybody, it. Everybody, everybody I talked to enjoyed it, so I definitely yeah, like, need to. I, I remember not knowing what to expect from it, but I thought it was pretty good, man. I was like, oh, this is this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of my my more favorite. Uh, I guess horror movies in recent years. The first, the first Quiet Place, like it was good, it's good stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm excited yeah. to check out this one. I know everybody spoke pretty highly of it. So, mm-hmm. I need to watch um, the first one. I didn't need to watch it. Both of those, new, the new yeah. ones. Uh, yeah, that looked, looks interesting. Yeah. May 28th, that's at the end of this month, so that's pretty soon. And then we have a trailer that just dropped 
uh, today, which is the uh, Let There Be Carnage Venom. The Venom Let There Be Carnage. I actually reacted to this one. I have not watched this yet, so this you'll get a live one out of me, guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I reacted to this. I put it up on my YouTube channel if you want to check out my initial thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah, here we go. We're about to see Josh. Let's check it out. Let's see what he thinks about it. Rules. No eating people. Hey, there's chickens. <laughs> Eddie, you are... <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you're not living a good life, it doesn't look like. No. It sucked just like having a Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, man. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> what happened? She she knows that he's Venom. Right? Yep, she she knows that Venom is a thing as well. Sense to number one. There they go. This year, only in theaters. <laughs> right. Only in theaters. Venom about to eat another dude. Mm-hmm. There's your boy fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Woody Harrelson. As a fucking. The cottage. Yeah, I love. I love Woody Harrelson. <clears throat> hey, he's a good dude. Hmm. <laughs> the way he says, I missed you so much. Huh. Quite the carnage, indeed. All right, yeah. Oh, shit. There you get the view of him right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Which I remember, like, when I watched this earlier today, when I reacted to it, I was like, are, we, are they going to show us carnage? Or are they going to save it for later, you know? There he is. They actually showed him off. <laughs> you so, know, I uh Okay, so what do you what do you think of this, Josh? Because I'll let I'll let you go ahead because I, I have thoughts I, on, this, on this movie, man. I mean it looks fun. Uh uh I mean, the th the first thing I notice is that you can't help but notice is that the 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 venom and the carnage, they look super CG CGI to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, but that's gonna be worked on. It's a early trailer still, right? Like you got time. Um, but it looks like a fun movie. Like it looks like a fun comic book movie. Like uh, I'll I'll probably check it out. Because um, in my in my reaction to this, I. Dude, it looks like it looks like more of the same from the first movie, which 
I thought, like, I mentioned this a lot in my reaction, but I keep mm-hmm. saying it's like a 90s movie, right? It does, it does feel it's that like way, It's like a 90s yes. pre-MCU movie. And I'm just like, what's weird, because I thought the best stuff from the first movie was, was Eddie and, and, and Venom, but in this trailer, their interaction stuff are, looks so corny, dude. I'm like, I... I <laughs> The whole breakfast thing is kind of cringe to me, dude. Like that, like just Venom talking and making breakfast and shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then later when he's like, oh, I'm gonna eat the fucking lady or whatever. I, I just, I don't know, man. It, it, it looks, it looks weird, dude. Like this is gonna be one of those movies. I mentioned it in my reaction. This is gonna be one of those movies for me, where like. I'll check it out, but I'm in no rush to watch this. Yeah, I, yeah. I I can wait. Like I'll, I'll watch it eventually because I'm I'm the curiosity is gonna be too much. But I'm like I am not excited for this at all. Like I'll I'll watch it whenever. I'm not like. Yeah, I I, I don't know. The, the last movie was was not my favorite. Like I didn't hate it, but I just I thought it was very like whatever you know. Like again, I just to me it's just like a '90s pre-MCU movie that just feels weird yeah, nowadays. That's definitely what it kind of feels like. I I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm not... Yeah, I know. don't love it either. I'm just like... I'm just like, okay. Kind of a wait-and-see kind of deal. Yeah, but anyway, if you want to hear more of my thoughts, check out my reaction on my channel. Uh, I uh, I talk about I, I I do mention a lot that it reminds me of a '90s movie, but there's a bit more to it than that. I I don't know. I just it's weird, man. I just I don't know, dude. It's it's gonna be a weird fucking movie. But anyway, uh-huh. that's, that's that's it's only the first trailer. We'll we'll see what else they have. It just yeah, it, it just looks it seems weird, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on to the second half of the show, there's a couple things that I have okay. uh, that just want uh, as we were going through things that I found. One is we have a post. So there were more posters from the Green Knight that I didn't put in here, uh, but there's uh, a new one yeah. uh, with uh, Dev Patel who's playing uh, Sir Gawain in the Green Knight. So I'm pretty excited for this movie. Here's the poster. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. It looks like it's like it could be good. I guess. Uh, which tells the story of the green knight you can find more of these posters online um i i I do remember seeing these yeah yeah uh so i'm just wanting to throw up the one real quick Mm -hmm. um the other thing is that we got some character posters from black widow which i don't think we've seen yeah we haven't they were just dropped today um here's a i was actually gonna link that to you josh if you want here's a link that has all of them together in one in one thing so one thing okay one second let me you just click on it and it's all there's like six of them boop <clears throat> oh you put it in twitch chat yeah, my yeah. bad i thought you were, i thought you were demon to me no no it's in the chat what i find interesting is they have the actor for every character except for fucking taskmaster yeah now why would they do that huh hmm Right, that is very interesting. That they have character posters for each character and the you know actor or actress, but they don't have a name for uh, <clears throat> for Taskmaster. Like, what's up with that, huh? Who's wearing the mask? 
Yeah, what's what's who who is it? Like, what's going on here? I don't know, man. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to this movie, though. Same. <clears throat> uh, I was looking forward to it before it got delayed and everything. I'm looking forward to it now, still. So. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it quite a bit. Also, damn, Rachel. Rachel Weiss. Dude, Rachel dude. She fine. Oh, man, I, I love <laughs> Rachel Weiss. I, I watched um <clears throat> I watched the Constantine again the other day and she's mm-hmm. in that movie. Lord man, Rachel Weiss. I th- the other day uh, I threw on the mummy. Oh, dude. That was <laughs> the movie where I fell in love with that lady. Right, same. <laughs> the mummy, dude, that movie's great. And she's 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 amazing. But anyway. I'm excited to see her and Florence Pugh and and Scarjo and and even David Harbour, man, as fucking the Red Guardian, dude. Like I'm 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 looking forward to this movie. I know a lot of people are like kind of whatever about Marvel now after you know the whole Infinity Saga or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've been enjoying the shows and I'm I'm I've been waiting for this movie for like more than a year now at this point. So I'm excited, man. Give us the fucking movie. I want to watch it. Yeah, <clears throat> man, I can't wait. And yeah, I think uh, it, I think it's very in- interesting that the, there's no name for Taskmaster. I'm thinking maybe it's somebody uh, somebody here, maybe, but we'll see. Could be. Yeah. So there you go. We got some posts for the Green Knight and Black Widow. Hell, uh, yeah. Okay, that is all the news, ladies and gentlemen. We're all caught up for the most part. There it is. Um few weeks worth there and we spent some time talking about some stuff a lot of mass effect talk a lot of uh quite a few trailers um a lot of interesting uh news a lot of out we had there to catch up on for sure news wise and i'm sure yeah. we didn't go through everything because again it was like it's been two weeks since our last one so yes there's gonna be some stuff we miss here and there but you know we'll try to talk about it next time but yeah, we're gonna move into the second half of our show now. If we don't need a break, New topic. Let's head on. Uh, so we're gonna be talking uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, Mortal uh, f- and Mortal Kombat. So yeah. So first up, I uh, I'm gonna throw up our spoiler text for the first. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, Talk about that first, and then we'll move on to the other one. Uh, so this is your warning, audio listeners that can't see. Uh, going forward, we're going to be spoiling the shit out of this. So if you haven't seen it yet, now's your chance to take a hike. Come back after you've watched it. And, but I'm uh, sure if you've clicked on this and you know what you see, you're seeing the title. So, I mean, you know. You gotta... mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about that here. All right. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm going to start off by saying I like this series. I did too. Which is usually how we start off these discussions. I think out of all of the um, the Marvel shows that we were getting, I think mm-hmm. this is the one that I was like most looking forward to. Just because I like Bucky and I'm, I'm, I love the whole Captain America vibe. Because I mean, I love the Cap trilogy is my favorite trilogy, I think, in the in the MCU. 
even though, mm-hmm. even though there was quite a few good trilogies in there, but that was probably my favorite one. <clears throat> so yeah, I think out of all of the like the upcoming like live action ones, because I mean I'm looking forward to like What If a lot. Like I cannot wait, dude, for for Marvel's What If. Yeah. But uh, like out of the live action shows, I think this is the one I was looking forward to the most, just because. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I love the Captain America movies and the whole the whole vibe with that. So that I was, so yeah, this is kind of the the one I was looking forward to the most. Um, <clears throat> WandaVision was always for me something like I don't know what the hell's gonna go on, so I'm just gonna go on for the ride, you know. Loki's another one I don't know what the fuck is going on there, so I can't be excited for that because I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> um, so yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier, I I like the you know I like what we had. So yeah, I, I I I definitely I definitely enjoyed it, and it was only six episodes too, you know, compared to yeah. the nine of that one division had. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, agreed. The show I'm looking forward to the most though is is Loki, but I'll, only because I like the character more than anything. I have no idea what's going on in the fucking show. I just really like the Loki character. Uh, but uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was also looking forward to uh, this one because I wanted to see kind of like, kind of like, uh, it's going to sound shitty, the sidekicks <laughs> kind of get the no, I got uh, mo- I mean, a moment all, to shine. All, all of these shows that we've been getting have pretty much been like the sidekicks, you know, because like Wanda and uh, and the Falcon were not like huge characters in the movies, but you know, they're. They're kind of like side characters, and now they kind of get their chance. They're they're giving these side characters their chance to shine in these shows, you know. So you know, I get what mm-hmm. you're saying. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of uh just Bucky. You know, I've liked him since the first uh, mm-hmm. uh Captain America movie. So. Uh, getting to see his continued story is is fucking cool. Um, I was curious with what they were gonna do with uh, Buck and uh, and Sam, like five, you know, five years after you know everything. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then we got fucking uh, Wyatt Russell is fucking John Walker. John Walker, uh, he's he was the new Captain America. They they. Uh, Gave him the shield and and they got him the costume and and he uh yeah he uh, fucking he, he was the guy which and when we first saw him he was kind of goofy in his first appearance there was mm-hmm. all these memes of of them comparing him to the old man from Up yeah it was not a very <laughs> flattering pose for him that first uh, episode. But then after that, you, you know, you, you kind of get a you, you get better better views of, of of him with the costume on and everything, so he doesn't look as goofy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so we get him, and then we get the, um, Aaron Kellyman as the main uh, terrorist. Well, not terrorist, but like the the you know the the, the freedom fighters group. Uh, the Flag Smashers, right? Mm-hmm. She's like the main one, which I knew her from Solo because she was, um, yeah, she was uh, Enfys Nest in that movie. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of the Green Knight, she's gonna be in that movie too, Josh. By the way, yep. Uh, but yeah, but she was Carly Morgan Morgenthau in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
And I thought she was pretty good in, in the role that she played. Yeah. Uh, in the episodes that she was in. Um, so she was good in that. We had uh, Kyle, uh, the White Russell as um, John Walker. We had uh, we had the return of Baron Zemo with Daniel Brühl. He was. He was oh my goodness. Great. Um, they kind of set so good as Zemo. Yeah, and then we had the return of Emily Van Camp with Sharon Carter again. Um, so we had we had several people returning, like even like fucking GSP dude, as uh, as Batch Batrock dude. Like I didn't I didn't expect him to come back, and he was in the first episode. Uh, <clears throat> we see him on the hel- you know the helicopter, fighting Sam and stuff, and that was pretty cool to see him again. Uh, and then we had uh. Yeah, a little bit of a spoiler alert, but we had a new character introduced, which I, I feel like is going to be a, a bigger part of the Marvel universe now. Uh, fucking Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, mm-hmm. a lady with the purple hair. Uh, she's she's going to be interesting going forward. I don't know too much about her character personally, um, but I'm 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 curious to see what the hell she how she's going to be involved. Uh, in all this, besides working with you know, uh, you know Walker now, because spoiler alert, at the end, at the very very end, uh, Walker becomes the U.S. agent, which I always knew he was gonna be, you know, because I mean I I know a little bit about the U.S. agent, so I I always figured that was what he was gonna become. Um, <clears throat> like I thought he was I thought he was actually gonna be U.S. agent from the start, uh, but obviously not. He was Captain America, and then he, then he turned into U.S. agent. But anyway. We had him and his boy Battlestar, which you know ends up getting uh, killed by one of the super soldiers, and that kind of sets Walker on his, you know, well not sets, but it kind of like got you know continues to guide him through his uh, journey in this show. Um, <clears throat> and we had we were introduced to uh, Eli Bradley and uh, and uh, and and Isaiah Bradley, which yeah. Are, which I thought Carl Lumbly was was so good as Isaiah in this uh, show. Like he 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 knew how to get that emotion, you know. Mm-hmm. But Eli Bradley is also important because he's gonna be, uh, I believe, one of the Young Avengers. Um, when all that happens, so that'll be interesting as well. But no, yeah, dude, I I thought Isaiah was was great. Um. So where do we uh, where do we where do we continue from here? Uh, we can do a, a like a quick recap because it's only like six episodes. It's not like we're going through an entire mm-hmm. um, twenty seasons, uh, twenty episode season, or whatever the fuck. Season, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, like the the show starts like six months after uh, the blip, uh, and everybody kind of comes back uh, after fucking fighting Thanos and yeah. all that. Um, and we, uh, what is it? In the first episode, Sam is fighting Batrock in, in like, like some foreign country. And, you know, he's got yeah. red wing and yeah, they're, they're, he's like trying not to let him get past to the other, to the border or whatever, you know? Uh, we meet Torres. Yeah, Torres uh, is another guy that gets introduced, which they're kind of like setting him, spoiler alert, but I mean, if you're watching this again, you've seen this, so they're kind of setting him up to be the new Falcon, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, and like uh, Sam is kind of like struggling to become on if he wants to be like Cap, Captain America or not. Like he's like, it's like a lot, right? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big, uh, you know, uh, role to live up to, right? After, uh, uh, after Steve, you know? Yeah. Uh, so Sam ends up giving the shield to the, the government for like a museum. Um, yeah. And then we kind of flop over to Bucky who's who's doing his thing. He's, you know, he's been pardoned. He's he's doing therapy. As yeah, you, that's a good thing to do. He's trying to um, kind of make amends. Make amends from his Winter Soldier days, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got like a book with a bunch of names in it and he's trying to cross them all off and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like he meets this this old Asian man who we find out that he killed his son. Yep. And that's that's all rough. And he tries to go on a date with this other girl and like it doesn't go well because, you know, he's still not in the best uh, frame of mind. So he bails on that date and then he leaves and... Um, yeah, Yori, right? Like, let's see, uh, elderly man's name, I think. Old man, I, I I forget his name, could be, but then we also get introduced to Sam's sister, which I didn't even know. He yeah, had I didn't either. Uh, but Sarah. he's got a sister and he's got nephews, yeah. And, um, yeah, we and we, and we get that we get a cameo from Rhodey in this, the first episode, too. I believe that's right, yeah. We see him uh, talking to Sam, you know. And then we I forgot course. about that. <laughs> yeah, and then I, yeah, and then I mentioned uh, how you know Bucky's kind of dealing with his Winter Soldier stuff. We see a flashback of him, like you know, killing you know the Asian guy's son. Mm-hmm. Um, which I should I forget his name. What the hell is his name? Is it Yuri? Uh. Might I be. think it is Yuri. I'm looking at the wiki and it has it as uh, okay. Well, well, well okay. So Yuri, Yuri yeah, he, he kills Yuri's son, which we find out through the you know the flashback, and Yuri is obviously grieving at the bar and stuff, and you know, uh, Buck tries to befriend him, and he does, but you know, he knows what he did. So yeah, um, uh, but. But yeah, and we get our introduction to the the flag smashers as well here, which is Torres. It's kind of investigating them, um, uh, who are this group that believe that that life was better during the blip with like half the population mm-hmm. gone. Like, uh, so and Torres to... ends up getting hurt by a one of the group that has like superhuman strength. Yeah, so the yeah, the flag smashers are trying to get back to you know how things used to be and all that stuff. Um, we get we do we do get a lot of uh, backstory on on Sam here because we do meet his sister and like the the, the family business fishing boat thing and all that. Uh, but that is kind of struggling that she's trying to keep it floating afloat, so to speak. <laughs> uh, uh, down in Louisiana, Louisiana. and then we. And then we kind of close this episode with the 
the announcement of a new Captain America, yep. John Walker. The shield that they had just placed in the fucking museum, they fucking remove and give it to John Walker. Yeah. And he does look goofy in that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. The first time we see him, he looks super goofy, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what it was like the angle of it or of the shot, or I don't know what it was, but he looked goofy as fuck, dude. Well, it made him look like he had a gigantic chin. Because he doesn't look that goofy in the rest of the show. It's just that one shot where, like, the, the first time we see him, he just looks weird as shit. That's because he looks like the crimson chin from. <laughs> Fairly yeah, I mean, odd period, because they the angle makes his chin like jut out, right? Like it just yeah. it's, it's not a, it's, a, it's a weird angle. It, it it it's it was not a flattering angle. That's for sure. Yeah, and we were all just like, "What the fuck?" Like it's just not. Here's the photo. I have the photo handy, <laughs> so we can all relive it again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I'm not going to leave it on here too long because our spoiler text isn't on here but it's not a good angle yeah it's not It's not the best what do you think of the suit uh, I, I thought the suit was fine you know it's whatever it, it, ain't, it ain't cap suit but it's you know it's, it's whatever yeah it's not bad um, I, actually, I actually prefer the US agent one the black and the red yeah well everything looks good in black <laughs> <laughs> just about. It's true. Um, but I just meant that, like, with like that suit looks better in the black and red. I think. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. The most things the stripes. Look better in black. Um, uh, be like Batman. Yeah, Is it coming that's, black? That's pretty much the first episode. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm having a hard time recalling a lot of stuff that's happening. So I am looking at the wiki just because it's been a. It's been a few weeks, well, quite a few weeks since we watched. The second one, we have uh, the therapy lady, like, kind of forces them, kind of forces them, as in uh, Buck and and Sam, to kind of like talk talk it out and like sit all mm-hmm. up on each other and shit. And then we see, you know, John Walker like do the whole like, you know, I'm the whole Good Morning America. I'm the new Captain America. You know, all the interviews mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. And then we have, I believe this is the episode where um, Sam and, and Bucky also chase the super soldiers in the, on the, on the, not the train, like the cars and shit, right? Yeah, the, the big rigs. Yeah. yeah. So they chase them and they have a fight. And I was surprised that Bucky got his ass beat because you would think that he fucking would do some work, but he, he kind of, they kind of, they kind of lost that fight. Yeah. And then, like, you also have John Walker and the Battlestar show up, and they kind of, I mean, they get their asses beat, too, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, that fight's interesting uh, for John Walker and Battlestar to show up to be like, all right, these guys can kind of throw down a little bit. Yeah, they get their ass kicked, but so does Buck and sam yeah, so they, it's they, like, all, they all they all get their asses kicked. yeah so it's it, it, but it's great at establishing like this is kind of kind of like why they were chosen to to be it uh like they got the skills yeah. a little bit um uh this is also the episode where we where meet isaiah bradley for the first time right yeah we do meet isaiah for the first time in this one 
Because um, at first, Isaiah's very like, get the hell away from me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't want anything to do with any of that shit. He's, he throws, like, a fucking metal thing into the wall, and it sticks there, because he's... Yeah, because he's a fucking super soldier. He's a super soldier. Um, he's an OG, man. He's been, like, hidden from history, because, you know, black man, super soldier, what? Man. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty nuts, uh, how all that goes down. But I mean, it's understandable from his point of view. I'd be pissed too if I was him. Yeah. Like he fought, he fought Bucky during the Korean war. And I kind of want to see that. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. I want to see that fight. Cause he's yeah. like, I'd beat your ass. Like, I want to <laughs> see that. Yeah. Um, that would, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, but again, Carl Lumbly, man, he's so, he's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just found it super interesting, mostly because I just have a terrible memory of stuff. But like, it's cool to see other super soldiers that aren't Steve, mm-hmm. right? Like like Isaiah Bradley, which yeah. I I I knew of the character. I didn't know of like his history. Because like I know the, like I knew he was a like a a cap. A super soldier, yeah, like at some they, point, but that was all see, I knew. You see, like, images of him, like, in the comic and stuff when he's got the outfit on and everything, right? Mm hmm, yeah. Um, but yeah, a uh, great actor, uh, shows oh, off yeah, a lot man. of great Carl emotion, Rumbly, dude. He, he, fucking, he was, he was really good, he was really good in this mm-hmm. show. All, all the, all the credit and shout outs to him, man, because he was great, yeah. Uh, then we have like the group therapy session, which is pretty funny. Uh, but also emotional for Bucky, right? Like, if he was wrong about you, he was wrong about me. Like that yeah. that moment, like, oof. With, with, when he's talking to Sam about Steve, yeah. Mm-hmm. All about that shield, man. That's why he was mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Like, he's like, how could you just give it away? You know. Uh, but yeah, and like Bucky and Sam don't want anything to do with Walker. Uh, yeah, no, they they don't they don't fuck with John at all. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Then we also find out that John has a wife and he's married and stuff. So you know they they kind of make you sympathize with him a little bit as well. Yeah. Despite all the other things going on with him and all the other stuff. Uh, I, mean, um, I, I think that's pretty much the second episode, right? Like, I don't. Think yeah, and then it like it ends with them being like, "We need to go visit Zemo," or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then this is the episode where we get uh, Zemo and Sharon. Uh, yeah. Episode three. Yeah. The power broker. It was cool seeing Zemo like be a Baron, you know. Right. He's got, he's got his fucking like old man servant dude, like Alfred, his, and his Alfred, yeah. He's got his like private jet and shit, and like he's got his cool ass coat with the fucking, which I have been waiting to see, with you know, with the mask and everything, like his whole, his the whole the whole Baron Zemo outfit, dude, like the classic comics outfit, dude. Like it was it was really cool to see that. 
even if it was only for like the short amount of time, but it was still. I mean, cool. he he rocked that coat. That coat was. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of people like cosplaying that outfit <laughs> even more yeah, now. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's a good look, man. Mm-hmm. Badass look. Um. But yeah, like fucking, he busts out of prison. I like how they do the whole bust out of prison. Oh uh, yeah. Because uh, it's like Sam talking to Bucky about, or or, or Bucky talking to Sam, hypothetically, yeah, <laughs> which like, is pretty funny. Yeah, and then like and the show it as off. it's happening. Yeah, and then it actually, and then it ends up happening. Like it's great. Yeah, and fucking Zemo walks through the doors, and Sam's just like fucking really. Like, I'm gonna take your ass back or some shit. Yeah, it's great. Uh, then we go to uh, Madripoor, and then. Zemo gets to be Baron Zemo with fucking oh, with the fucking his his Alfred in the in the airplane and yeah and then we have uh, Sam like pretending to be some other dude and Bucky's yeah. the Winter Soldier again. I just want to stay on the airplane for a minute because like when they're when they're there chatting to each other, you get some of this great great dialogue. Like he's out of line, but he's right. Like yeah. I think that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the that that like that dialogue ended up becoming like a meme, dude. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just I wanted to, because that's where this series really shines. It's the characters interacting with each other more than you, you get to see in the movies. Because in the movies, you, you always have a gigantic plot, and then we got to move that, and we got to deal with the threat. You have to you have to move quickly in the movies. Here you have more time to flesh things out, you know. And mm-hmm. that's why I like TV shows, you know. Yeah. So but it's speak- it's interesting to see that. Speaking of memes, though, this is where we get the Baron Zemo, you know, dancing in the club meme. You know? Yeah. This is this is that episode where we get that from. I love how they leaned into it too. Like, oh, it was it's great. Uh, it's so good. I'm glad they I'm glad they ended up doing that because it, it was just a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good. Yeah, they have a one hour dancing Zemo. Yep. Uh I think after video. came out, Daniel Brule was like, yo, there was more that was not in the show, like you know, and then they like put out the one hour cut afterwards. Yeah, here I have it I have it up for a second. <laughs> just do you find this on YouTube? He's just dancing. He's getting he's getting he's boogieing. Um, I it's funny. I'm it's it's good. It's stuff, good. Sure. It's good shit. It's such good shit. Um. Uh, but yeah. Uh. We we hear about the power broker for the first time here, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then we also kind of like. Like we have Sharon back, and you're kind of sus about her because, like, she's doing some, some pretty like weird stuff going on with her, you know? Yeah, because we haven't seen her in like years, right? Like, she's kind of been on the run as a fugitive ever since the Sokovia Accord. So. And you kind of wonder how she's like running around, like doing stuff in Magipur when, like, you know. Mm-hmm. It mentioned, oh, there's a power broker, and like, you know, you can't do stuff around here without the power broker or whatever, you know. And like, yeah, the power broker's trying to recreate the super soldier serum. And... So you're like, how the hell is Sharon running around doing all this stuff? You know, you, you, you mm-hmm. get kind of stuff of her. And then I think, like, at one point near the end of the episode, she like drives off in a car with somebody, right? And you're like, what the hell? 
like, like, what do you, like, what do you mean, Sharon? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. What's going on here? But, and Zemo, uh, Zemo kills the fuck out of that scientist in this episode too. Oh yeah, he he kills the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Uh, this is the episode where fucking Bucky like. Bucky has somebody with a pole in this episode. Yeah, because you remember they're fighting in the whole like, because they're trying to find the spot where the scientist is. Yeah, then, that's like, right. And then they get like at, like ambushed by all these fucking. You see Sharon like whoop ass, dude. Like she, mm-hmm. she kicks all the ass. And then yeah, Bucky like smacks the shit out of somebody with a fucking beam or a pole or something. Yeah, and, I can't remember exactly. And that right. shit looked like it hurt, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, he impales somebody. That's right. Yeah. Right? He sticks him to the he sticks a lady to the wall to a container. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, I remember there being something that looked very painful. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of graphic. Uh that would kind of suck. Imagine getting skewered onto a fucking nah, it, cargo that container. Would be, that'd be terrible, man. It did more than suck. <laughs> it'd be fucking awful, man. It's a terrible fear. Um. Uh. But yeah, I think that's pretty much this episode. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of what Carly does in this episode, but I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Um, She's just doing her fucking flag smasher thing. Flag smasher stuff. They're they're like on the run at one point, you know, moving from place to place. Oh yeah, they Uh, blow up a building or something. Uh, and kill some kill some folks. Yeah. Uh, the next episode, the whole world is watching. This is the one where. Oh, that's right. Episode three ends with the fucking. Uh, it ends with Bucky in the Ohio, right? Yeah, and then it opens. The next episode opens up with them. With what? Yeah, with the Wakandans. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That was a good cliffhanger, man. Because I was like, "Yo, this is yo, this is great." I was. So like, I wasn't expecting them to be there. Uh, well, they were after Zemo, you know, because yeah, they're like, they're like fuck Zemo, dude. I just wasn't thinking about it at the time, so I was like, yeah. I just don't think about all the crossover potential that much. Hmm. But when they showed up, it was dope. It really was. It was cool to see her for sure. Uh-huh. She's she she shows up. Talking to Bucky, like, yo, where's Zemo at? And mm-hmm. yeah, that's how, that's how we start the next episode, I believe, which is called again, The Whole World is Watching. Now we get the we get the flashback of Bucky in Wakanda this that episode this episode, right? Mm-hmm. That's at the beginning of the episode. The White Wolf. Bro, bro, that that's another emo- Bucky gets a lot of emotional scenes. Which uh, is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh because it's uh Sebastian Stan is just like, bro. Like, there's a lot of acting with his eyes and like as she's reading off like the code words or whatever, and it just like the tears are rolling. Yeah. I don't want to hurt nobody. Like it's, it's, it'll choke you up, man. It's strong stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the Wakandans are after Zemo, obviously, because he killed King. Chaka. Because of his involvement with all the yeah, pretty much. Civil War stuff, yeah. And then it's like they give Bucky like eight hours to do whatever he needs to do. And then they're coming. 
for Zima. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they start investigating a, a a camp where the flag smashers or sympathizers hang out. Is this this is the episode with the candy, right? Where uh, Zemo like starts bribing uh, kids with candy or whatever. I believe, yeah, I believe so. It's it's like, hard for me to keep straight because it's been a while since we've seen it. They're 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 walk they're wandering around and like Bucky and Sam aren't getting shit, but Zemo knows how to play these kids with the candy and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, they're trying to investigate Danya, uh, uh, where where her memorial or whatever is going to be because they're trying to find Carly, who has a connection to Danya. I don't think we talked about earlier, but yeah, like she's like the person that kind of take took care of them. Uh, yeah. it, but she but she died. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So they eventually get that information, and then Sam goes to talk to Carly alone to try to get her to like stop being so and, violent and like. And he yeah. kind of and he succeeds, but then. John and fucking Battlestar come in and ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was doing a good job talking to her. Like just like they were just conversating. And then she's like, Oh, this is why you fucking you know did this? Cause you know. Yeah, so so she thinks that you know Sam uh kind of played her and then you know Walker and, and Battlestar were just gonna come in and uh you know, ruin everything, which I mean, they did. Yeah. But I mean, Sam was Sam was gen like being genuine and like you know, she, but she doesn't know that. Yeah, uh, which kick, uh, kicks off this entire chase sequence where Zemo ends up shooting Carly, uh, and and he starts and like she drops like and the she, vials of the super yeah, soldier she, serum. She didn't mention. I was gonna say she, she has all the like super, more vials to create more super soldiers. Yeah. And they get they all get destroyed except for the one. Yeah, because Walker like whacks Zemo in the head with his fucking shield. Yeah, he smacks Zemo and he yeah drops one and rolls away, and then they like make you wonder like oh is he gonna take it is he not I mean I knew he uh, was oh yeah, and then yeah the whole chase scene fight you know Lamar you know Battlestar, uh, gets uh injured or well not injured he ends up he ends up getting killed and uh that kind of leads john into a fit of a rage and i'm not sure if by this point he had taken this the serum i don't think so but the, but either way he definitely takes it after that cuz he's pissed and uh, yeah, he's 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 out. He's at the, at that point, he's just out to avenge Lamar, you know, or, or Battlestar, because that was his boy. Yeah, and I, I think and, he's and, I think he's took it before Lamar dies because he has a discussion with Lamar about taking it. Mm, and I right. think he takes it after that conversation. Because yeah, because he but, asks him like, "Would you take it if you had the chance?" Right? And Lamar, yeah, like, I think Lamar says no or something. Uh. That Lamar says he would take it because it just makes you your more of you. Oh, he said he would take it. 
Yeah, because they're because they're all these super decorated war heroes, right? So they're like, yeah, they would take it. I think the conversation where somebody says no is like, I think there's a conversation with is it Sam and Bucky that have. I, it's somebody, a little confusing because it's yeah, been a while. Somebody said no, but yeah, I could be wrong. Um, with that. Uh, but yeah, it it's a, it's a little thing anyway. But he definitely takes it after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get the we get the fight between the Wakandans and and yeah, that, that's something we kind of skipped over. Yeah, which is a lot of a lot of uh, interesting fighting because it, that's kind of where Walker realizes like he's a little outmatched. Yeah, uh, right? Like, because even super soldiers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that's. Seat. Yes, that's why he ends up taking the fucking serum. Exactly. Um, they weren't even super soldiers. Like, yeah, dude. They weren't. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking that good. No. <laughs> uh, and, and then, yeah, and then we get the... He gets his arm disabled because it's, you know, fucking vibranium and, you know, you can't... <laughs> good luck trying to use vibranium against the Wakandans. It was interesting. The, the, I saw a discussion on Twitter uh, where it was like, "Hey, the Wakandans built in a failsafe on Bucky if something bad ever happened. They just rip his arm off really easy to stable it." Some people were discussing the ethics on that on Twitter, and I was like, "I don't necessarily care about the ethics of it," but it was interesting. It's an interesting detail, that's for sure. Um, I gave him that arm. It's who cares, dude. Like, <laughs> they know. They know how to fucking. You know. They. Know, what if he they, ever goes they, back to being the Winter Soldier, man? You got to stop him somehow. It's vibranium, man. Like they. They. Yeah. You think they're not gonna fucking like prep for that? Come on. Hmm. Uh. But then. But then all that other stuff happens. Like they get lured into this big fight. Battlestar gets killed. Uh. Which uh, sets John on the fit of rage, and yeah, that's what mm. it down to. Chases down that dude at fucking shields him to death. Beats the shit out of that guy in front of the world, and everybody's got their phones out recording that shit. That's where you get the shot of the shield dripping in blood, and yeah. and 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 you get the sad backstory of that guy. That guy liked Cap, Captain America. Yeah, he believed in him. Or whatever, and then we the episode ends with uh, it being uh, the death uh, the death being filmed, and it leaves on another cliffhanger. Yeah, we see uh, the shield being all bloodied and whatnot after he beats the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Um. It was, it, was uh, pretty, it was a pretty intense episode that one. Yeah. Like it, like. Like if the, if if that was not on Disney Plus, they would have showed you, they would have showed that dude, they would have showed John beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, like it would, it would. Like if it was like on like on Netflix or something else, it would have. They it, you definitely would have seen that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, I I think that's like pretty. For like Disney standards, that was pretty brutal. That, that yeah, it's pretty it's pretty violent for the for them. Yeah, like, but I mean, it, regardless of that, I thought it was like really well done. Like it was, it was great. Like, not only that, you show the shield, 
That yeah. is a symbol. This fucking icon for how many movies? The symbol has been stained. You know, the, the, yeah, the, the, the stained with blood. Like that's dark. The, the legacy that's been tarnished in like just that one moment, you know. Yeah. So moving on into the next episode, which is uh, Bucky and and Sam confront Walker, and ends up into like a big fight, which yeah, is a pretty good fight. fight. Which yeah, it's a great fight. They even they do like some wrestling moves and shit too. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. There's like some drop kicks. It was There's great. A... I honestly did not expect that. To... They started the episode with that, and I did not expect it to go that way. I'm so glad they did. That. It was great, man. Yeah, like Sam's wings get fucked up. Yeah, he loses his yeah. wings in this fight. It's just a really good fight. Um, and they eventually end up breaking like Walker's arm. Yeah, or and it, it it looked painful like that. That they did kind of show a little bit, you and even, I was like, you, "Fuck!" You hear the noise, and and he like screams out in pain. You're like, "Shit, dude!" Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that. But I mean, they they had to take the shield from him, man. Yeah. Tor Tor shows back up here and gets the. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, Sam, you forgot your wings when he's leaving." He's like, "Not nah, keep them. Keep them." Yeah, because guess what? Torres is going to be the future Falcon, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. And then things kind of split. Everybody kind of goes their own way for a little bit. Um, yeah. Sam goes Bucky back hunts home, down Simo, too. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky does his, his shit. And we see uh, Carly in the flat or meet up with Batrock, I believe, in the park after Sharon like sends him over there. Right. Yeah. Um so and Bucky then, uh, finds Zemo and then uh and then and then the uh the Wakandans pick him up, right? And take him yeah. To, take him to the raft, yeah. Uh but there there's some good interesting combos between that happens there. Uh Walker gets a other than honorable discharge <laughs> stripped of his role as cap. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's where we meet the Valentina, Valentina yeah. for the first time. Yep. And there's some some conversations that happen there. Some wrap up. You meet kind of uh, Battlestar's family and stuff. Oh right, yeah, because uh, John goes to meet Battlestar's fam. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And will uh, Sam visits Isaiah Bradley again? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he gives up his history about like how he was imprisoned. He does this. He gives the speech, which is like it's what Cap does in the first movie, but he gets. A hero's welcome, whereas Isaiah Bradley gets erased almost and locked up and experimented on for fucking yeah, years. Like it's it's fu- it's some fucked up stuff, man. That what, mm-hmm. what he had to go through. That's why, like when when like he's all pissed off and stuff, like I don't blame him, man. I'd be fucking yeah. pissed too. No, that. I understand. He like, I understand the anger. He basically did what Cap did and like freed all his boys, and he got like. While Cap was praised for it, he got like fucking like what like reprimanded for it or some shit. Like it was, mm-hmm. it's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. Gives gives a lot for Sam to think about. Yeah. Uh, uh and then Sam goes home and we get to see Sarah again and the boys. Well, yeah, I mean to go back on the Sam and Isaiah, they have they have a great conversation. Like it's a it's a great like dialogue yeah. between those two at that point. It's heavy shit, man. Check it out if you yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, but then yeah, then yeah, he goes back home with Sarah, and they're like, you know, they're they're wanting to accept the boat and stuff, right? Because they don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, so they call in all those favors. Yeah, all the Wilson uh, family favors. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. At the end of uh, the Bucky thing with Demo, he's like, I have one more favor to ask. I forgot about that. Oh, with uh, the Wakandans, yeah, because he, he asked the Wakandans for a favor, yeah. Yeah, and we all know. We all know. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you know it's Sam, and you know what the hell it is. Uh, yeah. I do love when, when Bucky shows up to help out Sam, though, and he just lifts up the fucking... The thing, oh, what, yeah, the, the, the giant, thing, yeah. like, motor pump, whatever thing it was. Like, how are we going to get this out of here? And he just shows up and fucking lifts it. Like, where do you want me to put it? Yeah. Shows up with the briefcase. You fucking show off. Yeah, Helps and then out. They tease the briefcase for the entire episode and we don't even get to see it at all. All right. And there's some flirting between Sarah and Bucky and, and, and Buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you kind of get that montage a montage. The, yeah. The training uh, montage with Sam. Yeah. Well, yeah, that end fixing the boat and all like this is a couple montages in here. Oh, um, that's that's what I thought you meant. But you're talking about the boat. No. One. Yeah, I was talking about the boat montage because there's like a lot of uh, fixing that goes on on the boat, yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah, like they're right. hanging out and drinking, and the then one, uh, when you think when you said montage, the first one I thought of was the training one. With no, I did. I was like the moment I said montage, my brain flashed to the training, but but right before that montage, uh, Sam and Pucky have a really good conversation where they're like, "Yeah, I didn't know what it would be like for like you know a black, a black man to be man. given the shield. How could we? You know, like that." And they're 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 becoming buddies, they're becoming friends. So it's like, you know, there's some apologies said, there's some advice given. Yeah. Uh, the, if you the, need I, me, I, give I, me a call. I like, I like what Sam told uh, uh, Bucky about, like he wasn't, like he was avenging. You know, he wasn't, mm-hmm. like, like you know, and that kind of sends him towards doing you know the right thing and uh, you know, go talking to Yuri and and, and all that and all that other stuff. So. Yeah, and then the, and then in the midst of all that, yeah, we see Sam training with the shield and you know doing flips and shit because you know you gotta you gotta be able to flip and catch the shield and like throw it and mm-hmm. all this other stuff that goes into that. Yeah. yeah, just to touch on one thing uh, because I do think it's important. Uh, mm-hmm. After after the last episode where we see the shield covered in blood is uh, Bucky wakes up and the nephews have the shield and are playing oh, with it. Yeah. Was like, if you look deeper into that scene, like you really understand that that shield means something to to everybody. Even even after everything that's happened, like to the, to the boys, that's still a it's an iconic a heroic uh, shield. Yeah, yeah, something to aspire to, something to be inspired by. Uh, right. So I, I, it's a little moment. I think it's an important moment that a lot of people might overlook. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can remember exactly where it happened at. I think it was before the talk, but after the boat. Um, but yeah, then we get the we get the montage. Yeah. All the flippy shit was expected, waiting for uh, going at the trees. Sam to break a window. <laughs> I know, right? Like, there's like a there's like a shot where like he throws it, and then like the shield goes past him, and then you just pay, they pan over to Sam's face, but like nothing happens. You know? <laughs> I'm like shit, did he actually did he break something or what happened? Uh, it's cool though. It is cool to watch people how they would train with the shield. Like, yeah, how do you get good at bouncing that shit around? It's it's cool. Uh, Got to get that cardio going too, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. And then we get. Uh, you get some more uh, with uh, what's her name, Sharon, as well. Sharon, power broker, Batrock shit, you know, like hooks him up with the flag smashers and who are planning this attack on the GRC in New York City. Yeah. Uh, and Torres contacts Sam. And then we end with Sam opening the briefcase. And it slowly pans up, and then they fucking cut. It's like awful. It's like yeah, but it makes sense. You you totally know that they would fucking do that, man. Mm -hmm. So so like, damn it! How dare you? Mm Hmm. And then there's a post credit scene or mid credit scene. Yeah, some Um, of these episodes had post credit scene. Yeah, I think this one is the one where like uh, Walker's building a shield, right? Mm Hmm. Which is so funny when you look at the next episode with that fucking thing. It, it, See him just a, working on it, and it just yeah, okay. It's a piece of shit shield, but I mean, you know, he's mm-hmm. he wanted to have the shield, so. But anyway, so then we move on to the finale. Yeah, the last episode, where we start off with uh, basically we get to see Sam in the in the full cap suit, which is. is which and it looks, looks dope. Fucking incredible. It looks badass. Yeah. Costume. Bring on all the costume upgrades for every show. Yeah, man. It, 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 it looked really good with the vibranium wings and the just everything. It looked badass. Like he has the shield and everything. It's so good. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, the GRC is being attacked by Flag Smashers. Uh, I thought Captain America was on the moon. Yeah, oh God. Yeah. Uh, this episode is just one giant action scene. Like, like there's a lot of jam packed in here. Um, it's cool seeing the helicopter chase. Yeah, cool. there's a helicopter chase that's fucking badass, and Sam doing some fucking crazy ass shit. He fights Batrock in the yeah opening for a little while. Uh, Bucky's following trucks uh, Sharon murders the fuck out of a flag it's smasher a fucking mercury dude I'm like Jesus like, that would be awful that would, that oh would my suck. god it sucks so bad John Walker shows up <laughs> yeah John shows up and he, and, yeah. he, and he redeems himself though man mm-hmm Cause like he's he's you know at the beginning he's he's still in the fit of rage and you know he's like he's I'm still Captain America, but then you know he sees the people on the vehicle that are, I mean I, I skipped ahead a little bit but you know he's the people nah. that are are falling you know in the in the in the vehicle and he's like you know what fuck this shield I gotta save these people you know. Mm-hmm. He's still a super soldier even without the shield so he's putting up a pretty yeah. decent fight. Still but then he gets strong. But then he gets like fucking ran, ran up on by like three or four super soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, including Carly, I think, or something. And they just, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he can't, he can't hold them all off. Yep. So they all fall down, and then Sam swoops in and and you know saves the truck. Yeah. yeah, using his uh two uh red two wings, red wings. And yeah backpack because he has two. I didn't know he had two, but he has he has two. And wings. he. He fights like a monster too with the fucking shield, the wings, the fucking the shield, the wings, everything, dude. Like he's he's like I mean, we got that montage, man. He's been training for this. Mhm. Uh my favorite part personally is back at the I forgot about it to just this moment to be honest. 
back at the helicopter uh, where he saves the dude. And then he like puts the wings around him and the fucking shield up above and like makes a giant just shield out of the outfit, you know, and the helicopter crashes the on them. Helicopter them. crashes on them, yeah. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love that scene. I it's also, fucking dope. Speaking of the helicopter, I also enjoyed when he got that lady to like tell like to tell her to pilot the plane, you know, because because mm-hmm. dude, when he booted the fucking dude out the plane or the helicopter, that shit was gr- that shit was great, man. Mm-hmm. He fucking booted the shit out of that guy out of there, man. It was it was hilarious. Yep. Uh, uh, and then of course, yeah, he got Red Wing. He, little birdie told me he knew how to, you know, fly or whatever. And uh, it was cool to see that lady, you know, just get in there and and, and do some work. Yeah. Taking over the plane and 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 you know, maneuvering it safely and getting everybody to safety and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we end up in this tunnel kind of like thing underground dealio construction site dealio underground thing that they're building. Yeah. Uh, uh, where uh, Sharon talks to Carly and like it's pretty much confirmed that she's surprising broker. no one that she's the power broker yeah, yeah. shocker shocker like, sharon is the power broker and mm-hmm. you know Matt Chalk is like yo you're gonna have to you're the power broker you got to pay more money you know mm-hmm. and then of course he gets shot because mm-hmm. sharon's like fuck you <laughs> yeah basically he's like, fuck you, I'm, paying, I'm paying you shit how, how about this bullet motherfucker pop pop mm-hmm. Matt Chalk goes down carly shoots uh sharon and then mm-hmm. Sam steps in to try to, you know, de-escalate mm-hmm. Carly. Because, I mean, he like from from the conversation that he had with her that other episode, you know, when when he was succeeding and in, in like trying to like back her down, and then like John and Battlestar fucked it up for him. Like he like Sam knows that she's like you know, she uh, with 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 a little bit of uh, what's what's the word? Uh, not guidance, but like or maybe, but. I don't know, like with a little bit of help, she, she, you know, mm-hmm. she could have been a hero instead of a she, villain. She, yeah, she wouldn't be so extreme with all this stuff, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, they Sharon ends up shooting Carly, and you know, that's the end of her. And Sam is, you know, he's like, shit, you know, like we could have, yeah, you know, like like he knows he could have like saved Carly, but you mm-hmm. know, um. I do like that Sam only fights defensively because Carly's like trying to fight him. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not gonna fight you. Mm-hmm. He he only like defends. Uh, uh but yeah. Sharon shoots her and she dies. Says sorry. Carly dies, yeah. So we lose Batrock and Carly. And then uh and then I, I do laugh at this part because it's only because like I look at it like I I didn't think about it when I watched it, but like Sharon's shot in the stomach. But instead of like Sam helping her, they do the angel shot of Sam with Carly instead. Oh, yeah. And I, I can't help it. I can't shake it. It's something I, I, I notice it every time I. I, when I watched reactions from it, I was like, he just left Sharon there to... He left Sharon behind while she shot in the stomach. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I figured that, I guess, 
he knew that she would be all right because Sharon Sharon's capable, you know. She's she was a fucking agent, like so. See, you figure Sam is like, all right, she can she can take care of herself. Let me, yeah, it just it just here. strikes me every time I see it. Um, um, uh, but yeah, and then Sam gives the most badass speech. He gives uh, a pretty he gives a pretty solid speech there at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. That, you know, the thing, the thing that I thought was funny was like, uh, where, where Buck, uh, he's like, oh, I, I heard, I didn't hear the speech, but something about a, a black man and you know whatever. And then <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I forget what he says exactly, but like, yeah, just what what Buck says after after the whole speech is funny. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're the speech is really good, guys. It's it's like I wish. No, it is. It it, it it's, I, it's really good. Um. If you're listening or watching this, and obviously you've seen the show already, but, yeah, you um, know. So you you know you know which one we're talking about. We're kind of doing the John Cena version of fine speech, and you know, just rubbing your head. But it is a really good speech. Um, it, but yeah, the the remaining super soldiers get locked up, um, and you think they're gonna get away because like a soldier says, "One world, one people," or whatever the fuck, as they lock them in the van. But then they get blowed the fuck up. By Zemo's butler, which I watched a lot of reactions and a lot of people had forgotten about that guy and didn't realize who it was. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, well, who's, uh, who, who is this guy? It's fucking Zemo's butler, man. We get the shot of Zemo. Immediately the after that, they, they, we go to the raft and we see Zemo like very pleased with himself, you know? Right. After, after he, uh, he, he hears that uh, those super soldiers did not make it. Yeah, I'm glad they don't kill off Zemo or any. I'm glad they just throw him in the raft too, uh, because man, yeah, I want can, more Zemo. You can use but, him for later, of course. Yeah. Eh. Uh, uh, Valentina gives Walker a new suit. Ask him to become U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah, black and red. Let's go for places where they cannot use Cap in America. Yeah. Well. I forgot to mention the the Captain Falcon joke that happens. <laughs> um, That's the uh, Black Falcon. No, yeah, it's Captain America. Yeah. And then yeah, they call him. What are we? What are we gonna call you, the Captain Falcon? <laughs> yeah. Falcon punch. Blue Falcon. Falcon uh, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. Sam Sam visits Isaiah Bradley and his grandson again and. Oh, dude, that's such a good. That scene's moment, good. I love it. Yeah, such a good moment, man. Because uh, Sam has a memorial dedicated to Bradley, so it's like you're not erased. Yeah. You're real. When, when they just... when they go back to the memorial and they and we see all that, it's oh, dude. Again, just the Carl Lumbly man. The 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 emotion you 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 get out of that guy during that scene is. It's something else, man. He's he's really really good at that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, to be honest, I'd imagine that he doesn't even have to act a whole lot. Like that's prob- some of that's probably real, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like just being mm-hmm. a being a black man in America, you know. Yep. But uh, it was it was a great moment. It was a great scene. Great payoff. For that. Very mm-hmm. emotional. Yeah. People are gonna know who Isaiah Bradley is now. 
Yeah. And there is some there is some good talking between Sam and Isaiah before this that I forgot to mention where he like kind of explains why he becomes Cap and what mm-hmm. it means to him and stuff. Yeah, when he was back at Isaiah's home. Yeah. Yeah, which is that's good too. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Bucky makes amends with Yuri, telling him about his son and mm-hmm. that he was the winter soldier. I'm kinda, and... to be honest, I'm kinda glad that we didn't get um to see the whole conversation and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, it, it would have been I don't know. I I I I I'm I'm glad the, I'm glad they did it the way they did it is, is what I was Yeah. Um, I thought it was well done the way that they went about it. Then we wrap up at a celebratory cookout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where Buck is showing off again. Just holding off his arm and kids are fucking hanging on yeah. You fucking show off, Buck. Uh, and then we get a mid credit scene where Sharon is getting given a pardon from the United States government. Because that's another thing that we didn't really mention. We kind of glossed over it a little bit. Was that, uh Sharon uh, or Sam is trying to get her a pardon because like she's on the run for all the Sokovia stuff. Yeah. Uh, she ends happened. up getting it. And she gets her old job back. She gets to be an agent again. Mm-hmm. But Agent little do these, do these fools know that power broker is going to power broke. Mm-hmm. She has all these resources available now. And, you know, she makes a call to somebody being like, yo, I have access to all this shit now. So start lining up people or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. What a, what a disgrace to the Carter name, man. Mm-hmm. Damn you, Sharon! Uh, I did like that you kind of had the pinnacle of, of of greatness, and then like the evil, evil, evil. <laughs> right. Um. So that's Captain, uh, and then it ends with Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, uh, that's right. They should have changed fucking Winter Soldier because he's not the Winter Soldier anymore either, man. Like, they why yeah. did they change that? Uh, that was weird, but whatever. Captain America and the White Wolf. I don't know, dude. Uh, so that's the that's the show. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked Again, it. It was good. I enjoyed the six episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I I liked it. I think uh, I think I enjoyed it more than I did uh, Wandavision, but that's just. Cause... I think I did too, mostly because I, I like the just, characters a bit more. Yeah, I'm just more into this kind of stuff anyway. Well, I'm a big fan of Bucky a lot, so. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, in terms of the Marvel stuff, we have Loki next. I don't know what the fuck to expect out of that, so I don't, I have no idea, man. Yeah, that's just gonna be, hopefully, fun on a bun. I, I really like Tom Hiddleston. I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I think, I think that's gonna be another six episodes, so. That'll be interesting. Um. Uh, if I had one knock on the Captain, uh, sorry, the Falcon right. and the Winter Soldier, I keep saying Captain America as it pops yeah. up at the end. Um, my only critique would be like that that last episode. There's just a ton crushed into it. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. I wish it, I wish the episode was a little longer. Uh, that's all. Um, mm. uh, that would be like my one critique on the show, really. Um, but yeah, I uh, I had a good time with it. I enjoyed it. I couldn't wait for. Every episode to come out, they leave you on some cliffhangers where it was like, "No, I want it was more." Good cliffhangers in this show, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, don't end. 
Um, a lot well, I mean, of uh, a lot I, of stuff I'm set up too. Week to week for it though, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love it. There's a lot of questions left unanswered that will be answered in future Other movies, uh, probably future shows. I imagine mm -hmm. future everything. There's a lot of exciting shows coming up, man. I'm ex I'm excited for all the Disney Plus Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything else you want to say about that? About uh, Winter Soldier and uh, yeah, Falcon. Falcon Not yeah. really. I mean, I think we pretty much went through it. Uh, I really, like I said, I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um. I like the whole six episodes thing. Um. As you know, if, if especially when they make them like almost an, an hour long or whatever, um, part of me kind of wants more episodes, but like you know, it's fine. Like, if, we, if they keep giving us all these shows, and it's it'll be fine, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but no, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm excited to see where we mentioned I mentioned earlier in the movie news how they're doing a Captain America 4, so I'm curious now, like, you know. What they're gonna do with that after the show? Um, yeah, now that we have now that we have Sam as as uh, Captain America, you know. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. But uh, no, yeah, I, I I had fun with the show. Um, I I've, I've enjoyed both Wandavision and Falcon Winter Soldier so far, so I'm curious to see what loki's gonna bring i don't know again i i can't i'm not i'm not excited for it or i can't be excited for it because i don't know what the hell's going on but i mean i'm still gonna check it out like i'll, I'll you know i'll be watching it week to week and everything but i just don't know what the hell's going on in that show so i'm just like okay we're i'm, I'm gonna it's like one division we're going, gonna go on this riot i don't know i don't know where we're going or what we're, what we're doing but we're going but uh, anyway yeah that's 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 it man that's it for falcon winter soldier all right, guys, sure. that's it for that. Next up, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat for probably not super long because. Yeah, uh, no, I, to be honest, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it anyway. So uh, I, I do. Uh, let me put up just a quick spoiler. Text uh, tech. Spoilers. Uh, just for uh, folks. Yeah, let me move that over there. Um, I I I'll start off by saying I've seen this movie three times. I've watched it with the group. Oh, wow. I watched it with the Baba the next day because she uh wasn't able to say it and watch it in the group. So I've seen it then, and then I watched it again on my own. Um, definitely more than I've seen. I've only seen it the one time. So yeah, I've seen it three times, which for me is a lot. And you're gonna be like, Josh must have really loved this movie. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, like I I like it. I won't say I love it. How do you how do you feel? How are you on the general? I, I I don't I I definitely didn't love it as much as everybody. I thought it was like whatever. I mean I I'm 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 not even like the biggest Mortal Kombat fan anyway. Like I mm -hmm. played the older games, you know, like like I used to play Reptile and shit in the older games. So so that's kind of like my like extent with Mortal Kombat. Like I I played the old games. I chose my green guy. I beat 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 the dudes up and that kind of stuff, but like I I'm not like super into the lore or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this movie, I, yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was it was fine. Like I, I it's not 
Like this I don't movie, know. what this movie, this movie is generic action movie. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a popcorn I, movie. Like, like I don't know when I'll watch it again. Like I'm not. I don't like. I like I don't need to watch it again anytime soon. To be honest, like it, it's mm-hmm. like it, it it it's fine. Like I don't know. The fighting stuff was was okay. I think I think the my, I think I enjoyed the humor like with Kano, uh, quite a bit. Like that. Was I mean, he carries movie. the movie pretty pretty pretty. He, 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 that was pretty funny. He was pretty funny with with that stuff. I don't know how I I don't I don't know if I care too much a whole lot about the main character. What's his name? Cole Young or whatever. Cole Young. He's he's. I like the actor. A, the actor's yeah, a cool I mean, dude. The actor's whatever, uh, but like. But the, the, character, the character is just, just like he doesn't need to. I I I can tell you how to make this movie better, and it's not to shit on the actor. The actor's great. Cole Young doesn't need to be in the movie at all. You give his role to Sonya Blade. That's all you need. I feel like the I don't feel like we need a Cole Young. Uh, I really don't like like you within need like a, a bloodline connection to Scorpion or any of that that happens in the movie. I feel like if you had given that made Sonya kind of the more focus of trying to get like the mark and like that. With there, there would need to be some adjustments, obviously, but I feel like that they could have told a better movie with that. That being said, Cole Young is the studio's decision. That wasn't like the directors talked about how they didn't, you know, he kind of had to, he didn't have much choice in that, you know, that they insisted on that. So, um, I like the actor for Cole Young. I like he's a great I mean, fighter. Yeah, he's, 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 I have no issues with him either. It's just the character. I follow him. Like... I follow him on Twitter. He's a cool dude. <clears throat> Mm. Um, Kano is great. He um, was hilarious. He he was he was probably like one of the the best, if not one of the best, if not the best part of the movie. I think they said a lot of his stuff was improv, and like he's just really good at at, at that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpion's not in this movie a whole lot, um, no. which is it's not. I don't think it's necessarily misleading, but they definitely feature him pretty prominently in like the trailers. So it's like. Well, I mean, when you, you don't you, scorpion thing, right? And the, and the reason why is I imagine Hiroyuki Sonata is not cheap. <laughs> I imagine he's a very expensive person to have on screen. Um so they probably had to use him very sparingly because I imagine it's he's he's expensive. Um, um but when he's there he's great. Um that's I mean, why they have him good. So that's why they have him take the mask on and off a few times at the end, right? Like, it's like we paid him money; we need to see his face. So they they have him take it off. And he does it like a few times, and that's one of my issues with the movie. Is like it's a little weird how he keeps pulling it on and off a couple times. Um, um I don't love it. I like it. It's fine. It's fun. I, um, yeah, uh, it, it, it was it was very like. I, I was very like whatever about the movie. some of the some of the editing's weird. Uh, I've noticed in a few spla- uh, places. Um, uh, the fatalities are great. Uh, some of the dialogue is great. Like, um, uh, uh, Brooks is that how you say his name? Um, I as Jax. So. Yeah, he's Jax. Um, so. <clears throat> um, has some great just, dialogue. He's like, I, I did six doors, motherfucker. His voice is so deep. Yeah. I just know him <laughs> from Supergirl. Um, I liked him as Jax, and then when, like when he spoilers kills Raiko Raiko at the end, and he's like, "Yeah, these motherfuckers work." Like that shit was great. Like, 
I like the movie. I would like to see if it gets a sequel, if they could do better. Um, um, cause I would like, cause it's Mortal Kombat. Nobody stays dead. Anybody that died, nobody, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Um, um, I like the Kung Lao and his hat finish, uh, uh, fatality was great. Um, Cabal's outfit and his voice looked great. He was, um, he, he looked cool, man. I was like, this guy looks fucking badass. Yeah. Cabal, yeah, Cabal's great. Goro, I was like, did we feel? In, I don't think we need Goro in this movie. He kind of gets punked on a little bit too yeah, by. They, they like he like shows up for like a second and then he goes off to fight Cole and then he that's it. It's like what? Yeah, I think they set they set him they they set him up for a sequel because like when they do like the smoke thing to disappear thing they they he takes Goro's body which I don't think too many people noticed. Because uh, it just, just happens really quick. Um, uh, but he does kind of get punked on by Cole a little bit. I don't like Cole Young's power. Like the... the He gets beat up and then he has the Black Panther suit from Black Panther that shoots out like energy beams or whatever. Speaking of which, I don't I don't like his outfit, man. I don't like his suit. I was like, what the Yeah, hell it looks a little it looks a little weird. Um it was like, what the hell? Like that's it? Like I like, I thought he was gonna like keep upgrading it throughout the movie and then it's just like nope. It's I like, thought they were gonna give him like scorpion powers. Like he's in the bloodline. Like why not give him yeah, some That's kinda of what I thought too, but like I guess not. Give him some some skeleton something skelly arms <laughs> i don't know like skelly <laughs> arms uh like let him let him i don't know give him some hellfire uh, like i don't, yeah, don't give I don't him know. the fucking get over here that's fine you save that for scorpion but like he's a bloodline his powers has nothing to do at all with scorpion he's just he can take an ass whooping great um nice um, great. okay uh it, it's 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 it can be fun it's got its problems um i, I do want a sequel because i do kind of set it up for johnny cage um yeah i i i think they could do better in a sequel as well mm-hmm. this felt I mean, like I'm... a a prove it movie to me right like it felt like a prove you can do this movie to me mm. uh from them like We'll give you this budget. We'll give you this. Go make some money with it. Which they did make money. They've made a profit on this movie. Yeah, I was. I. I. I was again. I was MIA for a little bit. So how, how did it end up? How did it end up doing? The budget was fifty-five million. The box mm-hmm. office. Uh, I don't know when this was updated, uh, but the box office is seventy-two point five million. So it's made money. It's not yeah. in debt. Um, yeah. Uh. And it's still, you know, in theaters and stuff, and I'm sure it's, yeah, still, it's still all being added. Yeah. Um, you know, like, not only that, but you could like spin off and do movies. You don't necessarily need like Mortal Kombat. Everybody's in this movie. Like, you could very easily, like they've talked about, like a Johnny Cage standalone movie. Um, uh, the actor that played Sub Zero is signed on for like four sequels. You know, like they've talked about that. Um, you know they weren't talking about doing sequels uh, on the th- on the set apparently like they they were just kind of focused on making the first one but you know like all they're all signed to to that's things how, yeah I mean that's how these movies are though they're like all right we we're gonna 
Well, some people, some films are like so set up on just making the franchise. You know, we've talked about it yeah. previously we, with we, some we things. It's just that. Power Rangers did that. Um, I'm blanking you need out. to you need to focus on the one for that Fucking first Warcraft. go around. You remember, War, yeah, with the Warcraft yeah. tried doing that. Like, there's just several ones that just mm-hmm. they try to do the whole like, all right, we're gonna do these multiple movies, you know, but you you got to make the first you got to make the first one good, man. Like that's you have to you have to make the first one good. Um, and, and my and expectations the, were about what I expected too. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know what to expect from this movie, but I I don't know. Even then, I'm just kind of like very like eh on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, but that being said, I think like if you let the people make their fucking movie, then I think the second one could be better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, like just let. Let the people like like stop including these Cole Youngs that are you don't need to include and just let the filmmakers do their thing, you know. The uh, the the point of view for the audience character. Yeah, like fuck all that, dude. Like just let let these people do what they what they do, man. Like they that they're the ones making the movie. Like just let them do their thing. So yeah, I wasn't really the biggest fan. I I I didn't hate it either, but I was just kind of like. I'm kind of like indifferent on it. Like I don't really, like I don't really care to be honest. Yeah. But but that being said, like I would check out a second one if they did, if they made it. You know what I mean? Because I would yeah. hope that that like they would do better on the second movie. So that's the other thing that's weird about this thought. movie. The other thing that's weird about this movie is um, there's no tournament. Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat. It's all about the tournament. This takes place before. This is like a prequel. It's weird. It's prequel to a movie that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what it, I mean? It, 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 yeah, that's a good point. There, there is no tournament in this movie. The whole point of Mortal Kombat is the tournament. Um, uh, but in this one, and the tournament has rules. In this movie, they kind of throw away the rules, and Shang Tsung's just trying to kill everybody because of uh, stop the tournament from happening, which is a little weird. Uh, so I do have a little gripe with that because, like, the entire thing of Mortal Kombat, the entire fucking franchise kicks off the very first Mortal Kombat game. It's about the tournament. All right? Like... So that's weird. I hope they... You know... I yeah, hope they get another... The yeah. I hope they have another shot at it. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I Yeah, I, I agree. I'll, I'll give them another shot. See what they can do with it again. You know, it made money. Um... It didn't review bad. Like I'm, mean, I'm sure there's like a knocks on it, but like I think people understand. Hey, it's a fucking action. It's a summer action movie. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> it ain't gonna win no Oscars. No, uh. no, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody uh, expects that. But yeah. Uh, um. It's about what I expected. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say on it. I mean, I. I watched it and then I feel like I like was getting sick or was sick already or something. It, stuff like in in the pre sick times was was a little bit of a blur, but I st- I mean I still remember like just I don't know, the, the the movie is is fine. It's whatever. I, I'm I again yeah I don't I don't I don't need to watch it again anytime soon. It, it, it was it is what it is. Like I'm not, I will say. If you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, you will get more out of this movie than if you don't know anything about it. You know For what sure. I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, like again, like I, I, I already said, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot, you know, about the lore or anything. I just, I just played the games, the older games back in the day. You know, like that's yeah. 
That's like it. a lot of a lot of folks didn't even realize that there are two sub zeros that exist and like why this one's the bad guy and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, like uh, that I knew at least, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think Baba realized that there are two sub zeros. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, uh, that's all I'm gonna say on Mortal Kombat. I know it's quick and dirty, but we've been at this for. Yeah, three I mean, hours. Yeah, again, again, I honestly <laughs> don't have much to say about it. You know, I I wasn't, I didn't love, the, I I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Again, I didn't hate it either, but I'm just like, I'm, I just don't really like it. It is what it, it is. What it is. Let's wrap up and do our shout outs because I think that's gonna do a, a show for us guys. And we don't yeah. want it to go this recording to go on too long because I do have to up, 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 up to upload it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> so let's we'll, we'll, you're we'll up, Daniel. Here. So thank you everybody for watching. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, on our, you know, uh, coming back from uh, a couple couple weeks there. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with some more uh, good old news and hanging out and and talking. I, I believe next week we are going to be. Josh really enjoyed the whole uh, video game bracket that we did for March Madness, so he wanted mm-hmm. to do another one. So next week we're gonna be doing a Star Wars character bracket. That's gonna be fun because I'm not doing that. I I did the video game bracket. Josh is gonna be doing the Star Wars character bracket. I'm yeah. excited to see what he does for this. I would imagine it's gonna be both canon and non-canon characters mm-hmm. in this bracket. I don't know how many characters he's gonna include, but I'm excited to find out. This is gonna be fun because I do enjoy brackets. And uh, and this is gonna be again a Star Wars character one, so I'm I'm very intrigued with who he's gonna include, how many characters he's gonna include. This is gonna be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we want to do some some <clears throat> some Star Wars uh, episodes for this month because we're in May, you know, and we had Star Wars Day like you know a week ago, uh, and you know I I we didn't have the podcast for a couple weeks there, so we couldn't do anything there. But we will be doing some more Star Wars stuff coming up. Like I said, next week we have the character bracket, and then the week after that we have our two we have our two year anniversary for the podcast, which is crazy. Yeah, so that's gonna be nuts. But then the week after that, well, we're gonna be talking about the uh, the future of Star Wars. So stay tuned. We have some Star Wars stuff coming up, and then you know, in addition to our two year anniversary, which I can't. Part of me is like I can't believe it, but at the same time, I'm like it 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 feels like it's been a while. Uh, but anyway, that's gonna be it for us. Um, I, I'm gonna try to stream every day this week. Um, cause it, to be honest, like since I've been sick, it it's felt really weird not streaming. I'm not used to not streaming, so it's been it's been kind of weird. I'm gonna try to stream every day this week. Um, but I also, uh, one of these days, I may have people coming over because there's as I mentioned, well actually I guess you guys don't know, but. There's like work going on around here with like the windows and stuff. So uh, there may be some noise. And so it, it depends on, you know, when I, I you know, it, it, it'll, it'll depend on when I can stream or not. But anyway, I'm going to try to stream every day this week if I can. Uh, and then Friday is the big one because that's when we start uh, Mass Effect for the first time. So if you want to watch somebody play Mass Effect for the very first time, uh, check out check out my Twitch, which is in in the on the sidebars here. 
Uh, I'm going to be playing Mass Effect for the very first time because the Legendary Edition is coming out. Uh, sponsored by Josh himself because he yeah. to hook us up with a copy of the Legendary Edition. So we're going to be playing that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that's... Yeah, again, I'm going to try to stream uh, every day until, you know, Friday. Or, or yeah, up until Friday. Because on Friday we do the Mass Effect stuff. But uh, yeah, so th again, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, I'm back. We're going to try to do some more stuff here on stream and, and all that good stuff. So I will see you all later. Have a good one. I'm excited for next week's podcast. So bye-bye, uh, everybody. See you. Peace out. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the show after coming coming back to us uh, uh, for after our little break that happened here. Um, we went over a hell of a lot, and we appreciate you guys. If you like what you're seeing here, hit that follow button. We appreciate it um, uh, to everybody that's doing that. Uh, follow us on Twitter to keep up to date on everything that we're up to. Join the discords, all that stuff. Do all the social media things uh so you can always see what we're up to um coming up this week uh my return to streaming is going to be friday and if you haven't figured it out it's going to be mass effect um as well uh because i want to play it as well and it, like mass effect was the first game i want to say that i took seriously and streamed on twitch so it'd be interesting to come back and see it uh and do it again like it's one of my favorite game series um I'll have I'll have Daniel stream up and open while I'm streaming uh, <laughs> as well. Multiple monitors and being able to mute sounds and stuff is great. Uh, so the stream can't hear. But uh, that's uh, all I'm going to say. Love you guys. Take care of each other. Get your get your vaccines so we can get this get this place back to yeah, normal. Definitely get back. Uh, Do it. I um, know where you can make that happen. Yeah. Uh, lots of places out there. So we will be seeing you next week, guys. Bye-bye.